PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespotiso. Yeah, episode 342 of Cinema Crespotiso begins right now. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? I'm your host, Chris Crespo. Chilling in the Crespotiso studio with Drew Chicago and Drew. What up, dude? How you doing, Drew stuff? Dude. How you feeling after last night? I mean, after the movie. Totally fine. Totally fine. Yeah, everything's Your world so hasn't changed? No, not at all. You're not living in a pre-post? No. No? No. It's not a dividing line now in your cultural... I No. Okay. It was just very good movie. It was just a movie? Yeah. All right. I mean, it happened to be very good, but it's just a movie. It's just a movie. We will be talking about that movie in a bit. Spoiler free for sure. Do you want to do, Drew, I didn't even bother asking you this. Do you want to do some sort of like spoiler talk about it later? Even like a 20-minute thing you put on the Patreon? I mean, it's up to you if you want to. Yeah, because there's things we can for really, sure talk about. I mean, yeah. Interesting twists and turns yeah. and factoids that we need to leave out right now for the sake of people who haven't had a chance to see this very long movie on a mm-hmm. opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But a decent amount of people saw it, though, right? Did it make some money? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 40, $40 million. Wow, really? No, number two this week. Number two, not bad for a summer, almost three-hour, uh, very R-rated film. So 40 million not based on any sort of franchise, unless you count the Tarantino-verse. I think so. It is now. We're gonna. Have to t- I think that we're we'll have to talk about it in the spoiler bonus episode. So wait. we'll do a spoiler episode. So we can talk about the Tarantino verse. But so many people play different characters in the Tarantino verse. It's like are Cloud. All, a- it's like are, Cloud Atlas. Are they all the same person? It's like Cloud Atlas, man. It's the same get... souls, uh, ladies okay. and gentlemen. We have with a special guest, first time guest, continuing our. Uh, we're doing a run of food guest. We did dinner and good conversation last week. This week we're talking about uh, Instagram foodie stuff. It's Feed Me Orlando on Instagram. Christine Lopez. Hey! Oh, that's super loud. I apologize for that. <laughs> no worries. I'm lowering that really fast there. Holy cow. How are you doing, Christine? I'm doing great. How are you? Thank you for coming. We appreciate it. Welcome to the to the Crespoverse. It's a scary place where things make no sense. We make uh, jokes that we expect people to laugh at, but they're, we can't hear them. I'll do my best. Because they're on the other side of the on the mic, right? That's, sure. That's the fun of being a podcaster. It's like you want to be a stand-up comedian, but you don't want to stand in front of a crowd and get the that non-laughter response, or even the boos are worse. That, no, no, but you have to get the... <gasps> oh, or the, oh, I can't believe, wow, he said it. He actually said it, right? Yes. That type of thing. Well, I mean, we do that on a regular basis. Well, to each other, I guess. Really. <laughs> uh, Christine, welcome. Thank you. Well, absolutely. Thank we, you. We appreciate you uh, joining us. Uh, we will be talking about Quentin Tarantino's movie here in a little bit, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Are you a Tarantino fan? I am. Yes, a lot I of people am. seem to be. I feel like everybody is, though. It's really hip to be a Tarantino fan and like a Wes Anderson fan. Like yes, fan, so. absolutely. But then it also then goes even further where uh, the hipster thing is to then be like, well, I actually never liked Tarantino or I always thought he was a misogynist or this or that or throwing little barbs there. There are for sure people... Who are, I mean, you can go to IMDb and pull up like Goodfellas and then search for one star reviews and they'll be there. Oh, yeah, they exist. They exist. People are like, this movie is not good. You're like, who, who are these people? Yeah, we give them like, uh, the hot takes. Yes. I know somebody who doesn't like Wally. Right. How like, can you what? not like Wally? Exactly. I think he just what does it to be a contrarian. Exactly. Yeah. People are contrarians. There's a great film critic, great in air quotes. His name is Armand White, based in New York City. He is a man of 
contrary, like he is a contrary in living, walking personified. He's a, a black gay Republican film writer in New York who uh, he every year puts out a list of movies. Like he'll be like uh, the movies that are typically bad. Like Jonah Hex is better than whatever was a good comic book movie of the year, you know. Or he'll be like uh, Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was actually better than like and then whatever. It's a sort of equivalent, like very well received movie. He picks movies that are very bad. And says actually no, these are better than. All the all these good ones, you people, you sheep claim to, and well, it's that whole thing. Everyone you know? has opinions, Chris. Everyone does have opinions. This guy was the chair of like the New York Film Critics Circle or something. He was like really high up there for for a minute. His, an, his opinions are wrong, and he did it all be, by being a contrarian. It works for some people. Yeah, squeaky wheel. The squeaky wheel does get the grease. I hate grease. I've always hated grease. That's gotten me nowhere. Grease is so popular, and I've been like, fuck grease, and that's yeah, gotten me nowhere as a contrarian. Uh, grease too. Ooh. Never, I've actually never actually. Never no, seen don't ever watch it. Actually, yeah. I've never I've seen. Never seen I've never seen Grease in its entirety. <laughs> you ever seen Grease in its entirety? Not, like, sat down and watched it. I had um, my cousins who I lived close to and spent a lot of time with when I was kids uh, in New York City. It's, hey, I was going. Hey, we watching the Grease here. It's a musical, Chris. It's a musical. I've always never really like. She's like you were Ooh, talking. I love She's, you love I musicals here. Love I really don't. This like guy them at has all. discovered recently. He has for, for sure. No, he for hates sure. Them. Like. Before it was just like I I don't really care for them. Now it's just like I just there's no point. For me, it's a for sure. It's a give or take. It's a, it's a contextual it thing. It does not me. do it for me. No, that was my entire youth. Musicals. Oh yeah. Oh unbear unbearable. You, no, yeah, no. Sorry. Like, Show tunes. A lot of Gilbert and Sullivan over here. We got a look. What? Look, Feed Me Orlando is based off of uh, Little Shop of Horrors. It is. So the icon is uh, Audrey. It's Audrey too, which is uh, pretty cool. Uh, I definitely appreciate that. But that also has a movie tie-in too. I did see that on Broadway with Joey Fatone in its last week in like 2006 or seven. It's fantastic. We just happened to be in New York City in Manhattan at a time where we're like, oh, let's go see what the 50% off tickets are. And one of them was for uh, Little Shop of Horrors. We saw that. It was. Yeah, Joey Fatone is a national treasure. He was amazing. It's a hot dog that place. Was, that was, well, the hot dog place. I never got my chance to. Did you? Did no, you try that? No. Drew? Did never you? got a fat one. And that's why the fat one has closed down because no one actually went and tried it. I, th- I think it's a food truck again. Yeah. he. he I, well, not again. I think it opened as that stand and then he converted to a he food truck concept. Is that scaling back? I feel like it's a lateral move. Mm. Mall stands, a food truck. Food truck, I think, is definitely like an increase. You think it's an increase? Yeah, Interesting. Absolutely. I don't know. I th- oh, wow. I th- I th- we have a vote for I w- all three. I would have thought that the overhead inside the Mall Millennia would be way more than just buying a food truck. Sure, the overhead is high. So you got prime real estate, but your prime real estate still is like a crappy, uh, like not even part of the food court. It's It was its own little key. Like, um, like, uh, it's like the popcorn place in Altamont Mall. Like that just sits there in the yes, middle. Yes, or at Fashion Square, the pretzel thing yeah. downstairs, the Ancien, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, and it's just like its own little sad thing. Not even near the sad food court. It's its own sad thing it's downstairs. Like, it's a kiosk. A yes. truck is way better than a kiosk. I think a truck. Maybe I was thinking lateral, maybe, but it's a millennia. That's why I'm thinking I'm lateral saying, because I'm it's just millennia. It's cheaper, oh, it was, probably. It was probably, Florida. He's, it's probably he's probably spending it less cheaper. money. And then also the ga- the the gas adds a residual flavor to the hot dogs. Mm-hmm. That really is a mwah, the oh. extra. You know, you gotta love a food yeah, truck food lifestyle. Food trucks are super popular. So popular. Yeah. That's why we uh, talked to Mark Bertelli about the popularity of food trucks. That's how he's been making his money for. Uh, a while. A good while now. Man, good for him. Um, all right, so we're going to talk more about food stuff in a second half. We're going to talk about the Instagram, Feed Me Orlando, and all that stuff. We're going to have a lot of fun. We're doing uh, a food run here. Next week, we have Allison coming in. Uh, also from, because uh, you you hang out with Off Cuts. You've done I a do. few episodes. Yep. The episode I was on, you sent in a great email. Oh, that thank you. ended up like half the episode was about the, uh, the email, what we talked about. That was a lot of fun. 
so I wanted to have you in. I wanted to have Allison in because we already did Ellie. We got him in. Get him out of here. He's done. Yeah, Ellie, he's, he's yesterday's news. Now he's, we're moving on. He's got other stuff to do. He's got other stuff to do anyway with his four billion restaurants. I know. And his, I think he's up to like 130 now. I mean, and then he's it's like, ridiculous. okay, we got pizza. This is great. Now we'll go ahead and have sandwiches else. and brunch pizzas and just make the pizzas. No, no we have to add a thousand other things. Bef- between the soft open and the open, they changed the menu and added all. It's like, guys, relax. You got to build shells for us for your plates. Like, no. We need 22 pizza uh, recipes. Uh, a lot of fun over there. We're just having fun, Elliot. Relax, guy. The, uh, so we're going to do a nice food run for uh, hopefully through August with all our guests. I'm going to try to plan through the end of uh, this hot summer to try to bring us uh, the idea of delicious treats and fun eats. Drew, it's like our very own cooking channel show. I wouldn't dare think Food Network. That's way too lofty. Cooking channel, cooking right? Channel. In Canada. We yeah, get, we get a show aired Canadian. in Canada. Yes. They would love us there. Mm-hmm. They're all those Florida boys. And then it eventually we'll get on in America like five years later. Yes, in syndication. Yes. And that's when the big bucks start rolling in, buddy. Those $22 weekly checks. Like, oh, yeah. 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 People saw our show on channel uh, 482. <laughs> Or on Pluto TV, that's what most likely now. You guys yeah. watching any of that Pluto TV? No. no. Pluto TV is a free TV app. for. It's good for cord cutters and stuff. And they replay a lot of like crazy stuff. And they have weird channels like the Minecraft channel where it's just people playing Minecraft. Like Twitch TV style playing Minecraft. Uh, and that's a very popular thing. They have um, the... Um, Why don't you just play Minecraft yourself? Because it's more fun to watch other people do it and then comment on it. There's doers and then there's commenters, right? And then everyone's a critic. Everyone's a critic. That's what we're doing. Okay. And then there's uh, the 420 channel, whatever it's called. Some people just smoking weed. It, dude, it's half of it is Doug Benson programming. It's like Doug and Benson, Chichin Chong. Uh, yeah, essentially, right? <laughs> they do uh, their movie channels. One was called Flicks of Fury. I love this one because it's all old school kung, kung, fu. kung fu movies and stuff. They do uh, all sorts of crazy curated uh, channels. They have a slow TV channel that's uh, like the train ride through Norway and it's the front of a train just going through the Norwegian countryside and it's I guess eight hour block you know what that I could get it on slow TV that's uh, that's big in Europe I could, I could do that yeah slow TV yeah, is big like in the, Europe that's uh, the fireplace on Netflix essentially yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, they will do in TV on Europe like uh, watch this uh, chicken get cooked get roasted and it's just spitting and cooking you just watch it's like a fireplace yeah. speaking of chicken getting cooked have you ever seen the video of Christopher Walken cooking pears and chicken yeah, it's a classic. That's a classic. Uh, his instructional video of uh, chicken, chicken and pears. That's like a legendary YouTube video. Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Chris Walken. So uh, he's listening right now. The uh, of course there, he is. there's also a channel called Kalupi, K A L O O P Y. Which when you hear like Kalupi, what is this? And then it's literally. Kids? I may have mentioned this before. No, not kids. Definitely no, not kids. Oh, okay. Well, maybe teenagers. Um, it is nothing but um, women in like like bathing suit models dancing. Under waterfalls or on beaches or so it's uh, like the music. end of the man show. Yeah, it's like the end of the man show. Set to dance music, uh, all themed out by hour blocks. So you can like, I imagine it's something that would play like uh, in the back of like um like an Arab club, nightclub or something. Like imagine a lot of blue carpeting, yeah. heavy curtains, lounges with hookahs, and then mm-hmm. and then women dancing that. in the background on all yeah. the TV screens. On that's weird. A, I'm in the wrong business. It's a say. for real thing. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's making money doing that too. And, and it's free. And I will and you, find a waterfall. You can turn it up. Yes, there are so many waterfalls yeah. out there. They're begging you for find one. people to dance <laughs> other than, and then get filmed. You yeah. just got to find them. Just find an unoccupied one. 
or stand in line and wait for the uh, that's an that's an Instagrammer thing. Have you had to stand in line to get your Instagram post up to get oh, your every, picture? Every mural that has uh, angel wings on yeah, it. There you yeah. go. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I I've See, never seen know. one of these. I haven't seen them in. Have, I have not seen them in the wild yet. <laughs> yes, exactly. no, only on Instagram. Have I've I yet seen to them. stumble across yeah. one. Actually, no, that's not true. I apologize. I did come across a mural. A full, uh, well, no, Instagram gonna... mural, but it was set up at Disney Springs in promotion for like okay. a movie or something. So uh, Wonder Woman, they had like a Wonder Woman Dang. Instagram mural. There's setup, a mural building cool. opening in Orlando yes. just for Instagrammers with Instagram husbands. Yes, yes. on-site yeah. Instagram so husbands, or you can bring your own Instagram husband to take your picture. Yeah. We were telling Pete he's an yeah. Instagram husband for yeah. for Didi, and then a good conversation. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. We all need Instagram husbands. I mean, I'm tired of sticking my arm out and getting this awkward. I need a selfie stick. But no, that's my arm. My arm is a selfie stick, right? You need, you need an intern. I need an intern. That's what I need. You that's what you need. You need, you need an intern. You know any interns? <laughs> uh, where can I find these interns? Intern farm. All right, let's talk about some movies. We saw The Art of Self-Defense. This is a Correct. weird, weird, uh, dark comedy, satirical very dark, comedy. Very dark, very satirical. Very dark about toxic masculinity and what it means to be a man and the gender roles between men and women, et cetera, et cetera. Jesse Eisenberg plays a very uh, very weak, very cucky dude, mm-hmm. very beta male, yes. right? Uh, gets pushed around easily. and Most um, of the time just takes it, too. And, and just, then go, and he just goes home it, and cries. And then he cries. And he cries, <laughs> he cries on the car on the way home, gets home, cries more. So it was a little cute little... Uh, yeah. Dutchin. Aw, yeah. wiener dog. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's poor back. <laughs> oh, it's back hurts so much. I can just imagine the pain it's constantly in. And um, and then he stumbles across. Well, first he gets his ass beat. Right in the first ten minutes of the movie, a motorcycle gang rolls up on him, beats him down, puts him in the hospital. When he gets out, he's looking for. First, he decides he wants to get a gun for self defense. Yep. But then during the waiting period, he stumbles across a karate class, taekwondo, karate, karate, and he decides to sign up for uh, self defense. And then uh, goes she down a weird, goes down a very dark hole. Of, very funny of what it is to be a man. Yeah. And um, man, it's, it's it's hilarious. It's a good movie. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed, enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed it too. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not going to be everybody's cup of tea just because of the type of humor. Sure, some people would call it like cringe humor, cringy yeah. because it's yes. like, oh man, this it's is very an awkward, awkward situation yes. that's happening right now. These people are handling uh-huh. handling it awkwardly. Yes. Not even gracefully. No one's graceful about no. nothing. Actually, the most graceful person in the movie, socially and otherwise, is the um, the karate inspector, the karate instructor. Yeah, he's the, the most. Belt. He's the most regular one of them all. He's the most normal in tune and he, dude. He, and he, even he is and still a fucking up. weirdo, <laughs> man. He, he is fucked up. It's a fun movie. It made me almost want to take a karate class. But not not a night karate class. You don't you don't go to night class. I don't want to go to the night class. I want to stay in the day class. Day okay. day class seems like my speed. Day class only. How about you? Would you I day mean, class, night class? Doesn't really matter. Really? You 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 do the the cool down? Oh, night, uh, I don't know. That cool down's weird. Ah, it was, <laughs> so they definitely get into a lot of like homoeroticism and like um, definitely teasing the idea of like why are these guys so like what are they really getting at with their hyper masculinity and their fear of women, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, how they respond to violence and what violence means to them. It's really good. Yeah. It was good. I enjoyed it. Oh, but, yeah, is it but, but is it like the type of thing you go and run and see in a theater now? No, you can definitely wait to see it at home. Why I did, mean, it's, Why did this get a theatrical release of all movies? Jesse Eisenberg? 
Hmm. Maybe he's got some pull. Hmm. Does he still? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Interesting. Maybe after Zombieland. Well, Zombieland tap? What's it called? Out? Double tap? Yeah, double, double tap's coming out soon. Maybe after that he can get a little, but still people are looking like, look at this Lex Luthor guy. Now, it is fun seeing how like he plays Lex Luthor super alpha, crazy, insane, and then he plays this one as very much like, uh, oh, I'm so scared all the time. Mm, yeah. Oh, my God. That's, that's his brand. That's... Between the two, does he... But he also has done normal. Adventureland, he's normal. In Adventureland, he's yeah, just he a is. dude. Yeah, he is just a regular dude. Zombieland is kind of just a dude, right? Like, he starts off a little timid. He's and then timid. by the end, he's re- oh, he's regular dude. That's right. He does that sort of Yeah, uh, that's that his arc. arc. Yeah, where it's like, I'm good at running away. But by yeah. the end, it's like, I can kill too mm-hmm. as well. That makes sense. Um, that is kind of his brand. 30 minutes or less, right? That one where he's sort of like, uh, what's he doing in that one? Yeah. He's just a dude who gets a, a mean, bomb strapped to him. I mean, even in the social network, like movie, he starts actually. off as you well, know, that one, the affable loser and then turns into... You know, this, this, well, in social network, he's, a, he's an autistic, insane person. It's, yeah. the, it's the type of thing where it's like, oh, yeah, autism causes evil geniuses. Yes, yes it does. What, what I mean, look at Elon Musk. Motherfucker's nuts. The guy is nuts. Predator, uh, that movie, The Predator, uh, is like, autism's actually the next evolution of people. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. I, for, I forgot about that angle. <laughs> with, with, uh, with the stuff that's in our movies now and TV shows and the whole like anti-vaxxer thing and all that, people, if there are still people, in like 50 years from now, they'll look back at this time and be like, man, they were really struggling with autism and what it means. And yeah. This, yeah. The spectrum we thing. Had, we like, had we, no idea. We still had, like at that time, still had no grasp. Those 2019 idiots. Yeah. Those dark ages. It's like, you know. Yeah. Make America better again. What was the phrase? I, was, mm-hmm. I wasn't really paying yes. attention. I haven't been paying attention for the last couple of years. Uh, Art of self defense, good stuff. Definitely a big one for the, the Trump crowd and Red America. They'll love this one. They'll they'll see it as a documentary and be like, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're like, yeah, this guy's right. Yes, violence is the key. Uh, it was good. I enjoyed it. All right, let's talk about a, a, a for real violent movie, but with no no spoilies, no spoilies, Drew. Yeah, yes, please. Be it's careful, fine. Drew. Fine. Here we go. Hmm. And if you have any questions, feel free to ask. Once Upon a Time, dot, 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 in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Drew Sikagrin. Yes, Chris. Quentin Tarantino's ninth movie. Yes. Two hours and 40 minutes. Mm-hmm. DiCaprio. Yes. Pitt. Correct. Robbie. Yes. Uh, Madsen? Yes, Mads. Oh, man. Hang on. I've got... I actually... I, I looked this up earlier. Because, Dern. Because there were people I forgot. Uh, Dern. Uh, uh, Fanning. Fanning. <laughs> Fanning. Yes. Oh. I, I was like, what? Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> uh... On, uh, on, 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 yes, oh, Oliphant, oh, yes. Oliphant of the Timothy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a fantastically cast film set in 1969, mostly February 1969. Al Pacino. Al Pacino and a couple roles. Kurt Russell. He's like, oh, Al Pacino's like, oh, hey, this is your Luke, old, Luke Perry. Your movies and now you got TV shows. Yeah, Luke Perry. It was actually Luke Perry's last movie. Yep. It almost ended up being Burt Reynolds' last movie. He passed away um, during uh, yeah. pre-production and couldn't get to film his scenes yet. Damian Lewis. He was super excited about being in it. Uh, oh, you're missing one that I really love. Emil Hirsch. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was like, Speed Racer. Yeah, it's like, where's this guy been, man? He ruffled Scoot some feathers. Fucking uh, McNary. After. That was surprising for one scene. All of a sudden, it's Scoot. It's just, just like. It just pans up. <laughs> Scoot. I was like, I know that nose. That's yeah. Scoot. That's my boy, Scoot. Mm-hmm. I love Scoot McNary. He's fantastic. Um, very, very well cast. Very well done. Kurt Russell also providing some voiceover. Surprised that it wasn't Samuel L. Jackson. Was he busy? Yeah. Did Avengers Probably. take up his time? That'd be a bummer. Um, so it's mostly about Rick Dalton 
Yes. Washed up TV actor. Yes. Transitioning from leading man to the heavy in pilots for other uh, rising stars, played by Leo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm. His living, or his buddy stuntman. Yes. Sometimes lives with him, sometimes just helps him out with stuff, drives him around. Yeah. Uh, Brad, Brad Pitt, Pitt, Cliff. Mm-hmm. And uh, most of the movie is just them hanging out. Yeah. Being buddies. And being buddies. And living the try- weird life that they live. We're living the weird life of 69 Hollywood and uh, meeting people and trying to get to work and working. And uh, it's a weird movie, man. It is. Like, I don't I don't know how you sum this thing up like, so, well, I mean, so succinctly. It's, and then it's sort pretty, of, I mean, it, it, it's really just a character study. Yeah. Um, on Leonardo and a, DiCaprio. And a time and, period and piece. A time period piece. For sure. It's you know. definitely a period piece. Um uh, Can we talk about that? We're gonna talk about that for a second. Listen, I, mean, I was shocked when they pull out onto a highway. Yeah, and they, they they drive from a street into a highway, and then there's cars on the highway going each direction, and all the cars, all, all the cars, the all the cars period. and trucks are all from the right time. Yeah, uh, the amount of work they did for the production to like put all the vehicles, all the set, the the buildings and the lights and everything. It's like, man, I wonder how how I wonder how, how many, much of it was digital. I, 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 was any of it digital? I won. I I bet you a lot of the shots of like the streets and like the old signs and whatnot that probably aren't there anymore. Those might be old shots from you oh, know. Interesting. Or maybe they, did they recreate signs and then know. and just throw them up and take a shot of it? Maybe. Movie was shot on film. Yeah. They're doing there were, uh, there were, seventy millimeter prints and thirty five millimeter prints around the country. None in Florida whatsoever. Not in the entire state. Not even Miami. No. Oh well. That sucks for us. Yeah, we got to see uh, the hateful weight on seventy millimeter yeah, here in Wa- in Waterford Lakes. Yeah. That was pretty sweet. That was. Um. Anyway, so it's just two things, Chris, that I learned from this uh, movie. The, the recreation was amazing. What did we learn? Number one, Number, Uno. He loves movies and the movie making process. Oh my god, so much! And he loves filming that. Yes, yes. <laughs> the making of movies, like. He makes or movies TV shows. about making movies, he makes which movies. is weird he's on been, its own. He's been doing that for a bit now. Yes. Um, so that's one that, thing. Okay, A. And he loves feet. Oh, my God, this guy. Yeah, that's a thing. No, 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 oh, no, no, no. Like no. And this one, oh. like... Now like, he's like, everyone knows, I don't care. So I'm there's, yeah. like a, there's like a barefoot Tarantino trend. No, yes. and, and, and this is like... Goes, going all the way back to Uma Thurman. This is... Yeah. We're, at, yeah. we're at the top of the mountain, baby. This oh, is so we're peak feet Tarantino? We're coming to peak feet. This may be peak feet. This is peak feet. This is peak feet. Like... And I noticed it very early on in the movie, and it was kind of weird because every time I noticed it, it kind of took me out of the movie for a minute. And I was like, "God damn you, foot fetish motherfucker!" Yeah, like a character puts her feet up on like, the on a right car in the windshield. middle of the fucking okay. camera, and it's like and the camera's dead right center. there, so it's like, <laughs> it's like put him on the glass, baby, yeah. that type of thing. It's yeah. like whoa, but it's a dirty foot. <laughs> yeah. Well, half of them are dirty. They're always a lot dirty. of them are dirty. Like, yeah. Yeah, damn you, hippies. Yep. You need you need feet in a tarantino, and you need food. Yeah, feet and food. Yes, one hundred percent. He did do food. food. Um, and he does a thing where it was of all the Tarantino movies to like rewatch ahead of time. I just randomly was flipping through some channels. Uh, yesterday, the morning, the previous was that same day. I can't remember how time doesn't make any sense anymore. The um, Death Proof was on uh, time, was I, on I, IFC. I watched fifteen minutes of it today. Today yeah. I, I watched like half an hour already. Yesterday I watched it was a whole bunch of. Uh, I saw Stuntman Mike and I was like, <gasps> Stuntman Mike, yeah. So Stuntman Mike eating the nachos and the and the Virgin Mary talking. Oh, the best the best pina coladas in town. He gets a Virgin pina colada, 
And uh, so there's a lot of food stuff in there. And then the driving stuff, there's like a lot of shots of his, the crazy hood ornament, the duck with smoking a cigar. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, there's a, a long shot of like a hood ornament. And it made me immediately make me think of Death Proof. Yeah. Uh, Death Proof also has, has a, a very specific foot shot where someone's feet are hanging out a window and he like uh, strokes it very creepily. Uh, kind of admitting he's like yes I'm a creepy foot guy mm-hmm. yes it, it's fine it's fine, it's fine guys and, <laughs> yes, and like, so Tarantino you're a weirdo man yes. and uh, that was in there that was in there and then uh, then when you meant oh, I'll or something else there was like so many things I was like holy shit it's all tied into death proof you know, of in all his movies way. but it's just Tarantino right so watch yeah. any of his movies they're gonna have things about food yeah. yep. apparently they'll have some sort of foot stuff yeah. I, I bet you who was in Jackie Brown uh, was it Brid- Bridget Fonda the the blonde who was the the beach bunny blonde that they kept going. I bet you if you go back and look at that. Oh yeah, oh, lots of feet. There's yeah. the foot oh, shot. The foot. There's the foot shot. I never noticed before. Yeah. Uh, God damn it, Tarantino. Why, why, why do? <laughs> There's also remember in Reservoir Dogs that crazy Tim Roth foot shot when he was uh, bleeding out in the yeah. in the warehouse and and for some reason uh, what's his name Harvey Keitel like let me take off your shoes and he's like I'm dying he's like no let me take off your shoes and the camera was right there it was like a five minute scene yeah. of him taking off Tim Roth's Fucking shoes so you can see his feet. It was a strange it was a strange scene. Yeah. That was weird. I don't know why Tarantino does that kind of stuff. He likes feet. He likes feet. Oh, yeah, that's why he does it. That's right. <laughs> um, so it's weird how it's a very much a character study about these people. So a lot of got made big deal about the Manson thing and the Sharon Tate thing. And there's a lot of Sharon Tate. There is. You see yeah. it in the trailer yeah. where she goes to see like a, her own movies playing in a movie and she sits down and watches. That becomes a big thing. Mm-hmm. It's so much, like you said, Drew, about Tarantino's love of movies, making movies watching movies how it connects with the audience and stuff like that how people uh, laugh at a pratfall and share and see it's like oh yes and then she puts her feet up and there's a big shot of her fucking feet and uh, <laughs> I was like that was yeah. that was like a bridge yeah. too far that one I was like you're in a movie theater this is a public this is a and, holy place and, and you got dirty feet and you're putting your Hanging up on there. People put their head there, yeah. and you're putting your feet up. Tarantino respected the, the the church at least, if you love movies so much. And uh, all that being said, when it gets to like the Tarantino stuff, you expect when you picture a Sharon Tate Charles Manson movie. When you just the things you expect. I'm not gonna say what happened and doesn't. But when you get to that kind of stuff. That's what, Drew, the last 20 minutes of the movie? Maybe. <laughs> it's almost like, oh yeah, there's this thing. Here you go. Like, what? <laughs> oh, you, you, you thought we forgot about this? Nope. <laughs> Here's 10 minutes of voiceover explaining what's going on. And then it happens. And then you're like, what? And then it's like written and directed by Quentin yeah. Tarantino. You know what? <laughs> I mean, it, it, was, it, it was fine. It's, a, it's wild. I think it's wild how I'm just, you go into it expecting one thing. He gives you something completely different. Uh, and then, But at the end, he still gives you sort of what you're expecting, but not... And then it just ends. And it may oh. be his last movie. This could be it. He's saying he's wanting to do ten movies. This is movie number nine. It's number nine. And yeah. he's been saying in the in doing the press for this one, he's like, I may be done after this one. Like, this one is so good. You know, it's you know, his ego. He's like, this one's so good. Uh, I just may stop with this no. one. Well, I mean, this one is very much Tarantino. It's, it's, it is very distilled Tarantino. I bet you in if, uh, five well, and years it, from it, now, people will be writing not essays just distilled, about it. Distilled and aged. Mm, interesting. Really? How? How so? What do you well, mean? Well, because he he's definitely an older filmmaker. Early fifties now. Yes, he's he's showing restraint. Uh, I mean, in the beginning of his career, a lot of his criticism came from being maybe too violent. Absolutely, so and over the top the whole time. Exactly, and he's definitely scaled that back. Yes, it's all yeah, but it's then like instead of a like, long firework display, then it's just like an M eighty going off in your face. Yeah. 
which is exactly. like, oh my god, yeah, it's like whoa. But it it proves that he can you know make a real, I mean, a movie, oh, a film, sure. oh yeah, that's not you know relying on violence mm. or this or that. Like he just he made a well rounded movie. It's about character. I'm I'm getting some water here. It's about character 100. percent It's not. Uh, it's his least genre film. All of his movies, like Kill Bill's a Samurai Revenge yeah. movie, right? Reservoir Dogs crime movie, Pulp Fiction. I guess that's sort of his least genre. It's a sort of a tale of multiple people, crime type movie. Um, this one doesn't feel like it fits. What kind of genre would this fit in? It's, I, it's more of like a character study. It's a character film. It's no. his most charactery character film probably since Pulp Fiction which yeah. is why I think I'm seeing online on Facebook my little stupid anecdotal circle a decent no. amount of comparisons to like a lot of people saying this is my favorite movie since Pulp Fiction well I mean I find very interesting probably also because it's set almost entirely in LA and California in a certain time period so yes he hasn't made a modern set film since Kill Bill right he's no. uh, well Death Proof Death Proof is sort of out of time it sort of feels like a 70s 80s purposefully it's meant to feel like an 80s movie but uh, Inglorious Bastards, Jago Unchained, Hateful Eight, and this one—all bunch of movies that take place now. You know. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are timestamps on like, pa. This is what day. Yes. It is. Yes. <laughs> on all of them, it's yeah. like here is a time period because it is not now. Yeah. He got away from now a, a while ago, and uh, yeah. So it's interesting to see if this will be his last one. If he ends on this kind of note, if he does do a tenth movie, he is apparently producing and writing a Star Trek movie that's sort of. Uh, on a go-ahead, we'll talk a little bit about that in the second half because I have a funny quote. I would love to <laughs> from see... him talking to J.J. Abrams. I just about... want to see. I just want to see <laughs> what happens when Quentin Tarantino takes on sci-fi. <laughs> it get, it gets R-rated. Yeah, it gets I, R-rated. I, I kind of don't. I don't know. I, do, I, do. I know, right? I don't want. I don't want to see like future feet. <laughs> future feet. <laughs> alien gonna... feet. Alien feet. Multiple green, green no, feet. Not, not, not just two feet. Three the, feet. Four feet. Put twelve those, feet. Put those four green feet on the glass. Yeah. Like no. no and no. why are they still dirty? They have space <laughs> dust on them. They're still dirty. Um, we'll talk about that. He has a very funny quote about um, talking to JJ about producing a, a Star Trek movie. Uh, so we'll talk about that second half. Um, all right. So. Quentin Tarantino, Drusa Cogburn, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I mean, it, it, we just saw it, so this is a not some sort of definitive thing. But when it comes to his nine movies, where would you place it? Top third, middle third, bottom third? Uh, on first blush, that type of thing. Man. I mean, it's the first time you guys went out. You know, you had a couple of drinks, had a nice dinner, you necked, and then you know, and then you each went home. No one got laid, but it's it was your first date. You're not yet. You still got to do the revisit. It's not like all the other ones that you've already fucked them a bunch of times. And the, I mean, the up, it's ups probably, and downs and it's over. <laughs> I mean, I would definitely they're, they're your black say book it's somewhere one. in the upper half. Oh, okay. Okay. Upper half, sure. What would you put down in the I bottom half? Say... Give us a couple of the bottoms. What's down there? Death Proof, maybe? I mean, Death Proof. Right, that's, that's pe- most people's I mean, least favorite. As, as much as I did enjoy Hateful Eight for the technical aspects it feels like of a, everything. It, that's a lower half type movie for sure. And yeah. only because it, it, it feels more like a stage play to me. It has less resonance than some of his yeah. other movies. Sure. Maybe it'll age better. We'll see in a few years. No. We've got to revisit it. Yeah. Um, trying to think. I mean, my favorite one is the one he wrote he didn't even direct. So What, Natural Born Killers? No. no. Uh, True, True Romance. Romance. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that sure. that is fair, fair. fucking cream of the crop. Imagine, imagine like, if he Pulp Fiction it. is like 1B. Imagine if he directed it. 
Uh, so, okay. Yeah. yeah, I feel like for me it's like in the middle right now. Just haven't seen it. It's more of a middle I mean, type as movie. Much, as my much, favorite is Inglorious Bastards. That's, that's my favorite. Oh my as god, much, it's so good. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's amazing, and it's truly like the power of cinema. Yeah, I mean, and, and as much as I appreciate for you know what he does about you know putting film on stage and the restraint with the violence nowadays, there's mm. still a part of me that really loves just the old violent Tarantino. That Reservoir Dogs, everyone's mm. bleeding out at all times. Mm. Kill Bill cutting mm. off limbs and. Like, you can leave, but leave your limbs behind. <laughs> exactly. Because they're mine now. Yeah. I own them. Like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. Relax, Brian. Yeah, stuff like that. Like, Still what? enjoy it. What? They charge off you for dead. Relax. Why you gotta be uh, so bloodthirsty? Um, all right, there we go. How much did it make? 40 million, you 40 said? Million. On how many screens? 3,500? 3,000, 3,200. It's a Sony Pictures release, so yeah. they got a decent uh, distribution. 36,59. 36. That's a lot of theaters. Uh, we'll see how much this makes. I think his last, I think Glorious Bastards may be his highest grossing film. Well, everybody perhaps. loves it when Nazis die. Yes, precisely. It was one of his most mainstream accessible you can films. Do, you can do yeah, whatever you want to Nazis. Accessible. Yeah, going Absolutely. back to like maybe yeah. Jackie Brown. Like those are his most successful, easy, yeah. easy to sell movies. Mm-hmm. Kill Bill was like, oh, I'm, I made a crazy samurai kung fu movie with Uma Thurman. It's amazing that people even went and saw that. Stare at her feet. Yeah, and then stare at her feet, wiggle her big toe. My God, Quentin. At least it's the top of the feet. You don't got to see all the dirt on the bottom. I really don't like dirty feet. Like, come on. There were lots of dirty feet. In that the means movie. you're walking around in a dirty house or you're walking outside. Lots of dirty hippies. I was rewatching. Yeah, dirty hippies. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a period appropriate. I understand. I, I get it. Period appropriate. I was watching uh, Miami Connection was on Pluto TV randomly. Oh. Uh, and it was like halfway through. So I was like, I was like yeah, this is fun. Shot in Orlando, all this stuff. And there's a scene where they're practicing their uh, Taekwondo on one of the common areas at UCF. Yeah. And um, they're barefoot as they do it. And this dude, uh, Sun Yung Kim, YK Kim, whatever his name is, yeah. he, he does this move a couple times in the movie where he takes his foot and his big toe and second toe, he like grabs your nose like no. that. He does no. that thing. And, no. and then he like drags you. I was like, oh, I control you with my foot, that type of thing. But it requires no. the other person to be like, to stay there steady and allow him to put his foot there. And then while they're doing this scene out on the dirt, you bet believe, you best believe you see shots of the bottom of his feet looking black, blacker than the than the, the deepest, darkest night, darkest night no. the, the furthest parts of outer space, black feet, and he's touching this guy's foot. This is like the worst episode for me to be. I hate, <laughs> I hate feet and like kneecaps. <laughs> kneecaps, that's yeah. interesting. Kneecaps. Is, that a, is that a vulnerability thing or you don't like the way they look? I don't like the way they, they look like baby faces. I don't like Baby faces? Yeah, look at your kneecap. Like from afar, it looks like a little baby face. So I don't like, like what, it. Like I got like an eye there. Yeah, there's a... <laughs> Oh, it's so for, for those of you listening, uh, Chris is drawing a face on his kneecap with a pen. I have to explain it to my That's mom terrifying, later. terrifying, actually. Yeah, I'm wearing my shortest shorts today, I understand too. living in Florida, like, I should own flip-flops. I don't own a single pair. Not a I'm, single pair? Not even house flops? I am anti-feet. Right, I wear my Doc go. Martens and, like, my Chucks and my Vans. Yeah. That's it. So, go. like, oh, I should man. not watch Tarantino films, <laughs> but he's too good at like, Well, you know, fortunately, it's a 12 40 minute movie. Foot stuff only takes maybe two minutes. So. Yeah. yeah. But still, it's very prominent. It's very prominent foot yeah. stuff. Bathroom breaks, I'm fine. Uh, now I'm glad I wore my, uh, I put on shoes today. Oh, I, was, thank you. I, I was briefly contemplating. It's hot out there. I went for a Different walk. Flops. I was contemplating, yeah, I'll do flops today. It's like, nah, let me <sighs> put on. It's a first time guest. Let me wear shoes. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like if it was Steve Etchy, you're like, damn it. He, he, I mean, Steve's man, in flops probably right now. He, he's probably in flops right now, shirtless on his he way. He's wear driving clothes. here. He no. barely no. wears clothes. No. It's amazing when he shows up here with pants on. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank God he at least remembered the pants this time. All right, let's do a watch you're watching. Drew Chicago and I watched a great documentary this week. It's on Amazon Prime. And it's called Milius. Okay. There's this guy, John Milius. Do you know, do you know the name, John no. Milius? No, Drew? John Milius? Okay, John Milius. And they market it the right way. First, there's man, myth, legend, Milius. That's one tagline. The other one is the... Um, the like the most prominent Hollywood figure you've never heard of. Okay. So John okay. Milius went to school with uh, George Lucas. Mm-hmm. They were classmates. They met each other there. Milius is this big. Milius is two things. He's a genius. He's a great storyteller. He's a braggadocious dude with a lot of talent and uh, and and made some very seminal films. That when I say the names of some of these movies, you're like, oh my god, this guy. Okay. He's also one of the types of. Dudes that I these days like the least, yeah. in which he's a a white male mm-hmm. who a uh, straight white male who's come, who came from a very privileged background. He has it all, and so his way of rebelling was to rebel against the country club lifestyle that's been handed to him. Mm-hmm. So he was the black sheep of the family because he loved guns mm-hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. He wanted to go to Nam. Nam was happening. He wanted to go to Nam. Expected to die in Vietnam because like, I'm going to go either die in Vietnam or live have a military career. Um, washed out of boot camp because of asthma. So he never even got to go to war. So he became a guy who then fetishized war for the rest of his life. And he's like, so he's that type of guy. He's a real... But at the same time, people who knew him, know him, still know he's alive, know him, love him. And I'm talking about... Lucas, Spielberg, Coppola, the uh, Scorsese, the heavyweights of the 70s, the people who he grew up around, he was with them. He was in their midst, and he was helping them out with screenplays and speeches. In Jaws, they had the Indianapolis, the USS Indianapolis speech that Robert Shaw gives. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spielberg was stuck with the boat scene. He was like, we need a speech here. I don't know what we need. He called up Milius. Milius, over the phone, gave Gave him him the the Indianapolis speech, but he gave him a 10-page speech. And he was like, this is amazing. Spielberg was like, this is amazing, but it's too long. He gave that speech to Robert Shaw. Robert Shaw was like, this is amazing, but I can cut it down. Cut it down to five pages, and then that's what's in the movie. So he's this hugely influential guy who has worked on, like, the biggest things. He wrote Apocalypse Now oh, wow. with Francis Ford really? Coppola. Yep. He, which ties into his war fetishism. Yeah. Um, so, like, he wrote uh, The Smell of Napalm in the Morning. Mm-hmm. Like, those iconic lines. That's John Milius. And he also, he's a stereotypical writer who uh, I understand this he as a writer he wanted to direct to protect his vision yeah he didn't care about art he didn't care about the way a thing looked or etc etc he, he just, just cared about his story coming across yes his screenplay being made into a movie so uh, he ended up getting to make a handful of films his most popular ones being Conan the Barbarian mm. And and he had to fight for Arnold Schwarzenegger. People were like, you can't cast Arnold. He's a bodybuilder with a weird accent. He's yes. like, no, trust me, he'll be fine. <laughs> like, he can barely speak English. Like, Perfect. trust me, it's fine. And then when Arnold got on set, he's like, he's like, John, just tell me what to do and I'll do it. And John was like, Perfect. James Earl Jones then saw this. And he was like, Arnold was just like repeating what John Milius wanted and he was doing what Milius wanted. And James was like, Can you can I can you tell me? Didn't you do the same thing for me? <laughs> and he said it was amazing to work with John Milius in this way to just this is exactly what I want you to do. And then James Earl Jones did it. And it makes for a great fucking movie. Mm-hmm. I, I re, like I said, I mentioned this on the show recently. I rewatched Conan the Barbarian the other week. maybe two, Last week I rewatched it. Yeah. I watched that in Anaconda. Very strange back to back. And a lot of big snakes. Lots of big snakes. Lots of big snakes. I hate snakes. Lots of big snakes. And uh, he did that. He uh, And then the movie that he feels like blacklisted him was Red Dawn. He wrote and directed. Mm, well, okay. he he rewrote the screenplay for Red Dawn and then directed it. And since it was this very jingoistic, uh, uh, right wing type of almost propaganda piece, like all his movies are, yeah. um, for most of his movies are anyway. 
he couldn't get work after that for four or five years, and he was like, I feel like I've been blacklisted because of my uh, my outspokenness and my political allegiances, my right-wing, 80s right-wing stuff. According to Oliver Stone, he currently thinks the current right-wing is insane, and he doesn't believe the current right-wing, but he's still his own yeah. kind of libertarian insane. insane. Anyway, he loves his guns. And uh, so he's like, I was blacklisted because of my political beliefs. Then it cuts to... Clint Eastwood and Arnold Schwarzenegger back to back being like Hollywood doesn't give a shit about your political beliefs they just care if you make money that's all they care about you didn't make enough money he was making money and then also he's a difficult person because he lives his life like bigger than larger than life type of thing Mm -hmm. so he would show up there's a a story about him going to an executive like he went to a board meeting and someone was like well here are our notes for your screenplay for whatever project this is and he pulls out his pistol he pulls out his gun the Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, Walter Sobchak. Yes. Uh, uh, John Goodman's mm-hmm. character. He is based partially on John Milius. Oh, wow. Okay, that, gotcha. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, that, yeah, down to his look. If you Google John Milius, Walter Sobchak, and then do a Google image search, you'll see a bunch of side-by-sides already of people showing this is how his beard and his haircut, like, it's down to his look and his braggadocious nature. And I didn't see my buddies die face down in the muck. Oh. Right? That's John Milius. Um, so John Milley showed up at a, a board meeting. Uh, he got a, his script notes. He didn't like the notes, so he pulled out a gun. No, before the notes even happened, he was like, okay, before we do this notes, I'm going to make something clear. He pulled out his gun. He threatened the executive. He put the gun down the table. He's like, okay, what notes do you want to give me? That story spreads around Hollywood. Obviously, he gets embellished when he played telephone. Mm-hmm. He's just had the legend of being difficult to work with, and uh, that really stalled out his career. Drew, you'll appreciate this. When he needed money the most... He managed to um, strike a deal with HBO, and he created Rome. Wow. Fucking violent. Yes. Fucking violent. Yes. <laughs> wow. Holy crap. Rome was talk his about, show. Talk about military fetishism again. It, yes, exactly. I mean, that's the point of the Roman Republic, so. And Milius loved that kind of shit, yeah. and he was, uh, he's was he been trying to make a Genghis Khan movie for a while, oh, I'd which watch would that. be amazing, right? I'd watch, yes. And and that's just like, seriously, I, I'm throwing a lot of information out there, but that's just like the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. He's a fascinating dude, and it's a type of documentary where it's not like it's that well made. It's just. Uh, Has a lot of information. A lot of information, a lot of talking heads. They talk to everyone in the industry. It's amazing. Harrison Ford sits down and gives a lot of info on working with him. Well, Harrison Ford's worked with all of his buddies. Yes, so. I mean, and they've worked together on stuff. And um, Sam Elliott comes across as a weird guy. Immediately, Sam Elliott's like, John, John doesn't write for pussies. And he doesn't write for women. Because he's a man. Hey. And he's a man's man. What's up, Steve Speaking Edgy. of a man's man. Steve Edgy. Speaking of a man's man, Steve Edgy's here, ladies and gentlemen. Steve, go ahead and sit down. Put on those headphones and relax, buddy. Yes. We're just, we're we're getting, to, we're doing a second half type stuff here. Oh, no, first half. We're wrapping up the first half. Oh, good. So you're good to go. How you doing, man? I'm doing awesome. Here's a little spiky. You're looking like, a, looking pretty, pretty yeah. funky right yeah, now. That's how pretty I woke fresh. up. Yeah, right? I was going to say, he's looking summery, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't actually do my hair. <laughs> oh, that's true. Did, did Leslie uh, run her fingers through real quick ahead of time? Yeah, there, it made go. it a little spiky. At least her fingers, if not other things. Uh, <laughs> perfect for your main ear, producer uh, of Offcuts. Hang on, that's why Christine's here. We're uh, helping yes. out with Offcuts stuff. We're all about food stuff just in time for a second half. Uh, but yeah, so uh, Milius. I'm telling these guys about this documentary called Milius. It's on Amazon Prime. Steve, I highly recommend as a movie, as a film student, you should definitely watch it. It's great stuff. Also, um, I watch Legion, season three, episode five. Mm Mm-hmm. So, nah, I still have know, not watched. Are Legion. you watching Legion at all? I have not. I'm I'm saving up so I can just binge through it. Fair enough. That's like that's, that's my that's, that's my. That's usual. fair. I don't. You you might actually 
blow your mind if you do that. <laughs> like, you, your brain just might... Just... The circuits may explode. It's fine. Uh, if you, you, you... You've seen it, right? Yeah. Okay, so if you excuse us for about 60 seconds, we're going to geek out on Legion oh, here real quick. Okay, so Drew, uh, Legion they Season 3, do. Episode 5. Here we go. What'd you think? Uh, I mean, yeah. It was, it, it, fuck, I mean, yeah, it's crazy. First off, so they they fix a time demon yes. thing, so, right? So, which so is cool. So then it's just about trying to find Switch and all that shit. <laughs> but they were... I mean, obviously... Her and Dave were working together the whole time, right? But they because got they got her, but, but they got her so he could get them. It was a whole. It was crazy how he was like trying to track her down. Yeah. It's in the airship and it, and it gets into people's minds. We are stuff. legion. We are legion. We are legion. And then the we, we are, are legion. legion. We so are they're starting legion. to do the, they're legion. starting to the, they're starting to introduce the idea of we are legion. That yeah. legion's multiple entities. Drew, is it leading up to will episode eight be about how David has created the entire reality? I and, have, and it's I, all him. Everything know, is him. Seriously. It really should just end with it all being in his head. Yeah, it's all in his yeah. head. It's like what's the show all that ended with the the kid looking at the 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 snow globe yeah. and there's a building in the Saint yeah. elsewhere. Yeah. The whole story took place in some kid's head. Exactly. The whole thing takes place in David's head, Probably. right? Well, cut back to the first season where he's just in the goddamn uh, mental hospital. More than likely, I hope so. <laughs> Farouk. Farouk. Yeah, Farouk, Farouk got stuck Farouk. in a time between time. He's in between. They sent him to the time between time, and then the time demon at the end that popped up at the very end, the last frame, the time demon. Yep. Oh, God. Still Man. out there, still eating stuff. It's such a crazy. Guys, if I if I binge this and it's just like a Jacob's Ladder scenario, <laughs> I think it is a Jacob's Ladder scenario. It might be. It's so it much. A, it's that's the thing. If you know, but but, but if it is, it's the most amazing Jacob's Ladder. Holy crap! Since Jacob's Ladder, yeah. since the actual, <laughs> since, yeah. since the actual yeah. Jacob's Ladder, which they're doing a remake of coming out this year, a Jacob's oh. Ladder remake. Yeah, very soon actually. I wonder. We'll see. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, the first time I heard about that show, Legion. Like, yeah, because there were no details. It was literally somebody just said, "Hey, have you have you seen uh, Legion?" Yeah. And I thought that I thought it was about um, a guy with a disease because I thought well, they said is. I thought they said Legion. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> It's the TV version of Philadelphia. <laughs> yeah. so, so it's a uh, Drew almost spit his Red Bull all wow. over the console. Yeah. Uh, I don't it's it's a lawyer. That. He gets hit in the head with a racquetball. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, one day looks at his arm and goes, what's this? It's really spread out. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a while. It's much more true to real life. This gets there. worse every episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very slowly. It's like a Cronenberg show. Yeah. It's bad. The season... Uh, Okay, so I watch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna end that. Go ahead. All right, Drew, what you watching, buddy? Anything besides Legion? Uh, Legion. I watched the first two episodes of Swamp Thing. Oh, did you now? Okay, yeah. uh, tease it real quick because this is for our our Patreon show. Yes. But real quick, I haven't got to start Swamp Thing yet. What you think so far? Eco horror. Eco horror. I'm into it. <laughs> That's what it is, dude. Uh, it I'm is, into it. it okay. Eco horror. Ecological horror. It yeah. is produced by James Wan, yeah. who does horror stuff. Yeah. Saw. No, it, it's Conjuring. very heavy on the horror. That's very cool. I really like. It's it's dark and I like it. Well, that's a good plug for the Patreon show. For the Patreon, we subscribe to the DC Universe app, and we're gonna watch Swamp Thing. We're gonna watch uh, uh what's that one? Doom Patrol mm-hmm. with Brendan Fraser. I just started watching that, and uh, what's the other one? Titans. Yeah. We're gonna watch those shows, and then we're gonna review the app for our Patreon so there we go anything else? Uh, I got a Nintendo Switch so I'm playing a lot of video games what are you playing? what are you playing buddy? Uh, I'm playing Civilization, Civilization 6 what a nerd uh, those are fun uh, <laughs> nerds uh, I, have, I have five yeah. oh do you? I'm, yeah. I'm, on what cons- uh, computer? yeah, yeah. okay uh, I'm also play, uh, playing a platformer called The Way okay it was, it was on sale for a penny so I bought it <laughs> it's that, a, that's it's a hell of a sale. A, it's, a, it's a fun little 16-bit platformer. You're on some strange alien planet looking for the key, the the key to eternal life. 
Ooh, ah. What a shitty key. <laughs> Who <laughs> wants to live forever? That sounds Apparently, so boring. So many people. Oh, I have so many opinions. So on many people. <laughs> hey, there are pros and cons. Yeah. I Everything. Mean, it's all on how you approach it. I think it would be great for like the first one, maybe two thousand years, the first few millennia, and then after that, I mean, it, there's only really so many. I think top, after 150 only, years, I'd be like, there's, come on. there's only so many times and ways you can fuck with the living. Well, here's my issue: if it happens to us now in this time period, within a millennia from now, will Earth even be inhabitable? Like, what's going to be around? Exactly, for, and for they can't the, die. The so it's just like you're, you're going to you float through space. Stake yeah, yourself. you're stuck. In, yeah, you, you, can yourself. you can stake yourself. Oh, okay. Like I didn't think about that. If you're a vampire, yes. Yeah. If, if you're a Highlander, I guess you can cut your own I, head off. I guess if the sun doesn't exist, it's going to be real tough. But yeah. If there's nuclear yeah. winter, yeah, exactly. Or an asteroid know? comes in and it like gets destroyed right before it hits the surface so that like a shard of it goes into your chest. Yo, it's like, like, boom, you're dead. Like a for real asteroid would have to have enough Made of power to, to kill you <laughs> as an immortal. Or, or do you get flung into space and then you're just floating around as like an immortal in space? Like this oh, that'd be, oh, I want that movie. You want that movie? I want that Tarantino movie. <laughs> <laughs> the vampire is stuck floating around in space yeah. like, like blah. Yeah. <laughs> Bare feet. Yeah, oh, yeah. the, the dirtiest, so, barest feet. So, so many feet shots. So many feet shots. Or, 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 not, not, not even alone, because there'd be more than one vampire, so there'd be like a vampiric like community when all other humans are dead, and then wouldn't asteroids come? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Wooden asteroids? Wooden asteroids. Did you say so, wooden? Like, yeah. Wooden, uh, and, yeah. And then it's like a safe. So that when it breaks asteroid, apart, exactly. A bunch of shards of wood? Yeah, and they're trying to stop it. You know what? <laughs> This, this, this is just Armageddon with vampires. Yes, I'm, I'm going to cut this out. I'm going to mail it to ourselves. This will be that's our, our next PFT this media movie. Post. That's, that's how exactly that works. That'll be our copyright on how that works. Yeah. Um, okay. So it's Civilization Six and the Way. Uh, also playing a game called Golf Story. Jesus Christ! It's uh, like a 16-bit version of uh, Tiger Woods. Just add like RPG elements. There's a leveling. So you can level up and or Tiger Woods, you can level up yeah. to get the Super Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Sunday Tiger. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Okay, cool. So you're having fun with the Switch? Yeah. Good investment? Yep. Because you're getting ready to do some a lot traveling. of plane flights, traveling. Yes. yes. You're going to be gone a few Sundays here, come up for a few... Uh, for, for probably most of August. A decent amount of August, you're going to be gone. We're going to have some guests... Co- oh, Steve, by the way, I don't need you to sit. We're gonna have some <laughs> I was guests. waiting for that. Yeah, we're going to have some guest co-hosts here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, the Switch is... The, that's the reason why you bought the Switch, right? Yes. So you can travel with it. Because right. they don't make Game Boys anymore, do they? I mean, they, they probably do, but this is just an updated version. Fair. Okay. Fair well, you got the DS. True. DS. Yeah. Do they still make that? They yes, still do they that? do. Apparently. Yeah, I've got a, I've got a 3DS XL. XL, so yeah. it's, it's so it's not just the DS, but it's, but it's a 3DS and a it's 3DS. the XL. Oh yeah, no, it gets 106.7. Are you sure? It's, <laughs> I think it's 106.7, but only that. Yeah, that's it, it. It's a Nintendo 3D XL S uh, 6000 SUX. Remember it? Yes. Yeah. If you want to listen to 101.9, you're shit out of luck. You don't like it. It's just XL. Oh my god, that's one hundred one. Nobody point. likes alt music anymore. Wow. Alt rock. Wait, is it one hundred one point nine one hundred two jams? No, not, not anymore. anymore. Oh, okay. I have No, it's like Mumford and Sons. Is it really? That's pretty much. But it. The, but they don't reference it as one hundred two though, because I thought that was funny. One one hundred one point nine was one hundred two jams, but, but, it's but not, we but we went ahead and rounded up <laughs> a point one because who gives a shit? <laughs> 
Uh, okay, there we go. So uh, we geeked out on Legion. You just started Swamp Thing. You're welcome, Ron. And uh, Switch stuff. Very cool. Steve, watching anything lately, buddy? Or did you rewatch Spy Who Loved Me? Or The Good Place? Fourth time, The Good Place. <laughs> I would love to do The Good Place the fourth time. That would be awesome. Um, I've uh, already made it through uh, season five of uh, Orphan Black. Oh, okay. uh, and there's only six seasons, and it ends on the sixth season. But I started over because uh, Leslie had never seen Orphan Black, and I am totally up for watching it again. Yeah, it's always fun to find a reason to you, rewatch yes. a, a show or a movie. And not only that, but I watched it a while ago, mm. so like before seeing six, I wanted to do that anyway. Oh, that makes sense. So you can be uh, re recap. Yeah, because like my brother is want just rewatch what for the first time he watched season two of Westworld. Oh, and rewatching that, I was like, oh, it's good to see some of this stuff again because Westworld season three is coming up nope. eventually. So Next it's a, year. It's a nice reminder. Like, oh, yeah, this happened. Oh, man, that happened with Mob. That's a great, great show. Looking forward to the next one. Are you watching Westworld at all? Nope. I don't know anything about it. Get on it, buddy. (gasps) HBO, two seasons. It's totally worth it. Well, first watch the movie. It'd be fun. If you watch the movie, then it makes watching the first episode of Westworld very interesting because they flip some things on you. Like, oh, man, I was expecting this to happen. Mm -hmm. It's very very fun. Have you ever seen the movie? No. With um, James Brolin, father of Thanos. Every time somebody says Westworld, I am thinking Wild Wild West, and I know that's very different. Wow, wow, West. Yeah, no Will Smith. Wow, wow. No, no mechanical spider. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that new Gemini Man trailer was actually pretty good. What do you think, Drew? Mm. No, you're not sold on it? What? I'm really you're not. not. Sold on it? I'm sold. Oh, no. Young the, Will Smith. Yes, yeah, Will Smith. And the first trailer, I was like, I don't know about I don't know about this movie. But the second trailer, they dropped the slow down cover version of some bullshit song. They just played normal music. Uh, they gave you a little more of the plot. And it looked like they updated the effect, the, the young Will Smith effect. Mm-hmm. So it looks better. It, they rendered it more. And they still have three or four months to continue rendering yeah. that effect. Maybe there will be like moments where it's like, holy shit, that looks like young Will Smith. Maybe. Like, hopefully they'll Probably actually know. I love stuff that like is so cutting edge that it takes forever to render. Yes. Like, um, did you, uh, in fi- Precisely, yes. I almost said, did you, like see, did you see Fight Club? That's <laughs> stupid. What, what's that? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, David Fincher, who? You're not allowed to talk about it. <laughs> Do you remember when he's talking to, like, at his desk, and he's talking about, uh, like, Planet Starbucks and da 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 Yes. And, and it's going through the trash can? Yes. Okay. That's the first thing they shot, and it's and it finished rendering when they had shot and edited everything and they just added it in. And it was the last thing they did? Yeah. Because we need the most amount of time. And it, what was that? Four seconds of screen time? Yeah. Right? Exactly. That's amazing. But we're, so 1999. Uh, going through my DVDs here and I have three bins worth of DVDs. I pulled out a handful to rewatch. Fight Club was one of the ones I, I pulled out because all the, the, the extra stuff is fantastic. Man. Yeah. So oh, the extra stuff is great. It's ridiculous. There's like five different commentary tracks. Um, okay, Orphan Black, very cool. What what do you what are you watching that on, or are you stealing it? Uh, it no, I don't steal. Okay, very good. <laughs> um, it's uh, it's on Amazon. It's, it's on Amazon. It's, okay, it's not on Netflix or Hulu. It's an Amazon Prime show that I know, uh, that I know of. Well, it was originally BBC. Right. Um, it's not like an original of any service or anything. Right. It's but, a BBC but yeah, show. Yes. It's on uh, Amazon. It's one that I've been wanting to watch. Uh, people have been. T- I, Actually, going back to the SBK Live days, Cabin was telling us about, uh, or there's this new show, Orphan Black. It's great. You guys should watch it. And it's like, oh, that sounds really cool. Going all the way back to then, I've been meaning to watch it. Now well, they're on season six. Ago. I still haven't oh, no, watched it. it. Yeah, five it, years ago. Yes. Thank you, Drew. And that's just it, too. Like, I, when I finished watching She's won awards. It, uh, they had like they hadn't started season six yet, and now season six is like almost a year old. Crazy, uh, yeah. So right. that's why I was like, yeah, you gotta gotta time, rewatch time flies, that because yeah, it's a very old show. Anything else you watching, man? No, 
No, no, that's it. Okay, no, no. All right, Christine, what you got for us? Oh, watching the boys. Yeah, that which just came out. Ju- I binged it yesterday. You binged the whole thing. I binged the whole thing, all eight episodes. My, my brother watched a couple episodes. He says uh, more violent than he expected because he, yes. he hadn't seen oh, any of the yeah. marketing, so he didn't know. Uh, but he seemed to like it so much. Yeah, you, you yeah, it? I love it. Yeah. I, the 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 casting is perfect. I love they Carl got Carl Urban is dread. Like, oh, yeah, he's, he's dread. Say. He's dread. He's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he, so he's forever dread. Huge fan of <laughs> comics. I collect dread. comics. Like, yeah. that's my thing. I have an entire bookcase of just comic books. So I remember reading The Boys, oh, almost 10 years ago. Oh, is it that old? Yeah, oh, it's really, okay. it's an old uh, Garth Ennis, and uh, Preacher had just come out, and it's the yes. same group that's doing Preacher, which is brilliantly done. Yeah. Is it really? So Seth Rogen is, is it Rogen like and a, Goldberg yes. them doing it? I yes. did not. I was not aware of that. That it's is interesting. It's wonderful. And Rogen has a cameo in it, and he's perfect as always. Awesome. But, I, yeah, I watched all of it between, like, last night and this morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> true binging. Yeah. I studied. Uh, I've binging. been waiting for this show for years, because it had been greenlit for so long. It was supposed to be uh, an HBO property, and got dropped. HBO's a good yeah. location for that type of show. Yeah. yeah. It, it was brilliantly done that is very that is very cool and it's uh amazon prime again amazon mm-hmm. prime yep amazon prime is like yeah. they got they got some good stuff yeah, man it's, it's really worth it's it it's great i don't really rely on amazon i'm like a netflix kind of girl uh i've been netflix for so long i was netflix uh back when it was just dvds yep and then they did the... I did that too, yeah. Yeah, and then like now we have a streaming service that's an add-on to your DVD. I was like, right, cool. And then you look and it's like, oh, they have four movies. Okay, this yeah. sucks. And, yeah, and, Netflix and, and, and like HBO original content. Love them. Oh, um, man, the HBO stuff is the absolute best. They've been killing it since the beginning. And, and then when like Game of Thrones ended, people are like, oh, what are we going to do now? It's like, you people acting like yeah, literally HBO. literally everything else. Been, yeah, they, they haven't been killing it for years. Uh, Watchmen. I mean, I'm very skeptical yeah, about I it. With uh, what, Oz and like Six Feet Under, so so long ago. Yeah. Sopranos. They changed yeah. the game so long ago. Uh, now they got Watchmen coming out. Where I'm like, I'm gonna keep an open heart and an open mind. I'm gonna, I'm gonna Carmella check it is out. pushing it really hard. As, as a comic nerd, I'm gonna watch it. That's the thing. As a Watchmen nerd specifically, I'm yeah. gonna watch it because I love Watchmen so much. But um, but then that also kind of, it kind of can bite me in the butt where I become too critical of a thing and I need to like sort of scale back and just let it be its own thing. Maybe that's what I need to do, right? Yeah, that's yeah, the, you're a like jerk the, about the, it. The yeah, <laughs> thank you, Steve. Thank you. Don't be a jerk about it. No, right? that's what I did with The Walking Dead. I'm so excited for The Walking Dead. It was yeah. like my first really like a, as an adult reading comic books. I started with Spawn. Mm-hmm. The movie was terrible. Mm, so oh bad. my god, so bad. It's terrible. They're but trying I to make another John one now. Yeah. Like, he has a special place in my heart. He's the best. Yeah. Uh, but Walking Dead did that whole thing where it jumped the shark and it was while the comic was in production so uh, Kirkman ended up changing the storylines in the comic mm. to suit a show continuing. Because he was doing both yeah. so he had the control yeah. to do so. Which is annoying. I hated it. I dropped out of Walking Dead, uh, the TV show, at the same time that I stopped reading the book, which is when they got to the prison. See, I first I watched the first season of Walking Dead, and that was about it. You didn't watch the second season at uh, the farmhouse? I don't think so. I definitely oh, watched the farmhouse so season. It, it used to be so good. The and first season was incredible. So much. And I can understand as a person who reads comics and a person who watches movies, I can separate them. It's sure. okay. Right. But like, you got to give me something. Yeah. <laughs> something. Give me something. You got to give me more than like Carl. <laughs> Cor- Coral. Fucking Carl. Goddamn Coral. Okay, so the boys, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. thumbs up. People should watch it. One hundred percent. If you like Preacher, it's a little. I think I do I, like Preacher. I think uh, Rogan took his foot off the gas a little bit. Okay, so it's not as insane, but yes. it's vastly different. Preacher is so like really touches. I mean, this is just like a, 
an even more violent Watchmen, right? Just superheroes oh, yeah. in a real world. Yeah. The preacher is like, well, what happened if an angel and a demon had a baby? Now the demon, and now this thing is loose on Earth, and God is missing. And I mean, yeah. and that's the first two episodes. Like, preacher, <laughs> God, preacher God is isn't insane. missing. God isn't missing. He's wearing a vinyl dog suit in You New find Orleans. out later. <laughs> yeah, that's just one of, one of his few stops. You know, God is out there doing his thing, man. He's like, God's having yeah, a good v- time. Yeah, a vinyl dog suit. God the best God disappearance is definitely dogma. That he was playing skee ball and got jumped. This is preacher. <laughs> preacher is kind of that. Yeah, it's that level yeah. of like yeah. religion in that way. Yeah. And okay, I gotta yeah. see that then. Your shit like that. Yeah. It's amazing. But Pre- yeah, preacher's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've read a couple of the comics like a long time ago, and then AMC. It the was they, new. The way they approach it was interesting. Season one is almost like a prequel to the comics. And then where the comics begins is like season two, where they're on the road looking for God. Okay, cool. yep. it's very, very fascinating. Yeah. See, it's it's so weird it's you said Spawn too, because like I'm a huge Image fan. Yeah, me too. Uh, I mean, I was when I was a kid. I, it, like now, it's just fragments of memories. But <laughs> what I find so funny about it though is that like I didn't care for Spawn. I liked some of the other ones. But what's so funny though is that Spawn was by far the most popular. Uh-huh. Yeah, and sure. you, you, uh huh. Yeah. Like you know that weird feeling you get where you're like, you know, I love these, like you know, this company that puts out all these series, and I love all these series, but the one you seem to appreciate the least is the one that like yes. people have heard of. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. people knew who Spawn was and didn't know about Image Comics. They just knew Spawn. They yeah. just knew Spawn. I think the movie helped a lot with that. They gave it a bigger profile for sure. And then there was also the '90s thing with the McFarlane toys and the figures. Yeah. Well, you had the uh, HBO show, the animated series, for and Spawn. then there was the HBO yeah. show. That's right. And Spawn was perfect for. Figures like that oh, yeah. that really that's popped, you that, know. That cape, that cape is crazy. Looking. Yeah, ex- exactly. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. But um, honestly, you know what? I'd love to see made, and there was really not much storyline to it. It was just very stylistic. But mm-hmm. I would love for the they would have to make stuff up, mm. uh, you know. But uh, the pit. Oh mm. yes, that's a classic. Oh my god, I would love to see that. But a lot of it was so just like I said, like really well drawn, stylistic, beautiful, and but plot wise, it was like there's not much going you on. You still figure something. I mean, hell, they made movies out of Battleship, and uh, they're making exactly. They've been trying to make a Monopoly movie for. Oh, no. I mean, since, they, since they, the, for 15 years now, they've been trying to make a same, Monopoly dude, movie. They're looking to make a mousetrap. Yes, exactly. Uh, that at least has a sort of a Rube, a Rube Goldberg I, type of no, uh, I just, the opening of uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure type of thing going for it. I, oh, you know, but I, I want to know how they want it because I would love it if it was like a Honey, uh, I Shrunk the Kids kind of deal Jumanji, and they were stuck on a mousetrap board. You get, you yeah. get shrunk. That, w- that would be great. Honey, I Shrunk the Kids meets Jumanji get trapped into a mousetrap game. Yes. And even then, it. you know what's really funny about that is every audience member watching would be like, this would actually be a lot easier to get away from. Nothing on Mousetrap worked. It never, <laughs> it never worked. Those stupid marbles that weren't... Never that cage falling down always got caught never, up. It never worked. On, yeah. yeah. Nope. God, trash. Uh, how about Shark Attack? We'll do a Shark Attack movie instead. Yeah. Because otherwise, the circle. cage would fall down halfway and one of the characters would be like, oh my God, we're so lucky. Oh, thank God. Let's the game keep going. Again. Wait, wasn't there like a shoots and ladders movie supposed to happen? Oh my oh. God. Oh, no. I don't know about that. Shoots and Can- ladders Candy slash Land. Donkey Kong. Candyland was in well, development Candyland for a minute. Just wreck it, Ralph. Like, yes. Honestly. Yeah. They they kind of yeah. stole it for that. Uh, there's always something. Uh, obviously, the, the Clue movie all the way back. But at least that's a murder mystery game. And I like to make a murder. Yeah. Mystery and when movie. you went to movie yeah, theaters, you saw different. Like you know, they had different endings. I loved that. Yeah, that's one of the three different endings. You know, and yeah. When you see on TV, they just show all three. Like, oh, the whole movie's bullshit. It, and yeah. Things would have worked. Well, and I was gonna say, <laughs> but that's just the thing, though, is that like it's such a creative idea that it's literally like. 
this is probably not going to work out too well, but we're going to do it anyway. We're going to do it anyway. Yeah, and, and that's what I saw as an audience member. When I saw that movie and realized there were three different endings, I'm like, that's kind of stupid, but it's brilliant, so I'm glad they did it. And it's crazy when you see it in live action. It's like, oh, yeah, they killed a guy, and his name is Mr. Body. And now it's like, well, where's the body? Mr. Mr. Body. Mr. Body. So, two Ds, B-O-D-D-Y. Uh, okay. Okay, so The Boys, anything else yeah. you've been watching? Or where do you go? Uh, What's it like the last movie you saw in a theater? Last movie? Oh, Lion King. Hey, what you think of that one? I didn't like I it. I know. It was not good. <laughs> I know, right? The, the uncanny like valley. Yeah. yeah. Like as an artist, like I, I appreciate, I pre- and I love John Favreau. I think he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. He gave me Iron Man. He gave me Chef. I love him. Yes. Uh, he gave me Dead Eye Simba, and I can't handle it. Yeah. Got the dead predator eyes. That's crazy. I can't do it. I want a pompous. Just can't wait to be king. Like yeah. I want, I want dancing animals. It's like the "Be Prepared" song. Oh, they it fell, cut it down to like ninety seconds. I can't. Well, when it was over, I was sort of like, "Thank God," because this is not that entertaining. Yeah, you can't it's, speak, sing. That's yeah, exactly. She would tell EG4 can't sing. No. Even Jeremy Irons, I think they had someone sing the song for him. I don't they know have to. Yeah, I don't think it's like it's like oh, I speak proper. Jeremy Irons, you yeah. can't really. But get I, but I loved uh, Jungle Book. So like Baloo looked like a Jungle. dumb bear. Yes. Like you're like okay, I can actually like. There's like this anthropomorphic. They gave him a little more, yeah. little more uh, did, facial expression. Yeah. Did you see the? Books. I was gonna say you saw the live action one. Yeah. I loved it. I thought the, it was great. I love book. I love that they made Louis so huge. And yes, wonderfully done. I thought that was really yeah. great. That and it was Chris, and it was Chris Walken too. Because yeah, because yeah. yeah, yeah. it was one of those things that like they didn't have to do that. They no, could have made Louis a normal size. Mm. It probably still would have been good. But somebody was like, let's make him huge, and they it did. Worked. And yeah. it, and it, yeah. I'm glad they did. And then they did the Mowgli. Did you guys see the Andy Serkis version of Jungle Book? Mow- Mowgli? Mowgli, Mow- Mowgli on uh, Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. yeah. Which is, it looks amazing, but for some reason it's just not as good. It doesn't have the same uh, joie de vivre of the Disney Jungle Book one. I think it's horrible timing. I mean, like, that, that I, I saw the live action Jungle Book, and then when I saw the previews for that, like, I just kind of felt like... I already saw that. I already saw it. <laughs> uh, it looks incredible in its own way, and it also has. I mean, in this one, Christian Bale is uh, is a Bagheera. Is the Bagheera. yeah, and I was like, it's still great actors, and great, it looks great, but uh, they also take it more seriously, and it doesn't have the same sort of life to it. And, and it's they're not like the whimsical, like yeah, no, no Disney it's, element. It's interesting. There's no how, songs. And there's no songs whatsoever, which I'm fine with necessarily. I'm yeah, that's fine, but. There's that extra... It's just life. It's the Disney thing. It's weird. It's yeah. weird, man. Yeah, I feel like you have to choose a side. So, like, if there choose were no... Choose a side, uh, Courtney yeah, B. If there, no, if there were no songs in Lion King, I think I would have liked it more. Because then I wouldn't have had, like, the nostalgia factor, like what they're doing with Mulan. Interesting. Mulan, no songs, no dragon, but I'm kind of into it. Wait a minute. They're redoing it with Mulan? Yeah. yeah. I didn't but think... It, but it looks like some weird was, kung fu movie. It looks like yeah, a, looks like a Zhang Yamao movie. Very, like, Crouching <laughs> awesome. Tiger. Yeah. I'm surprised yeah, like, by oh, that. Just oh, because of all Disney films, that one is kind of, like... Well, they're but, running. They're running out quickly. They've already done Sleeping Beauty, Snow White with the uh, Maleficent. They've done Lion Cinderella. King, Cinderella. Yep. Little Mermaid is in production right Beauty now. Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. Mm-hmm. They're they are running out. Dumbo. They are literally running out. No, so, so I mean, but for the most popular ones, that's why he's surprised to do a Milan, Pocahontas. I would be surprised, yeah. which is just yep. essentially uh, Terrence Malick's New World. They'll, they'll yeah. just re-release the New World. Um, it's just Avatar. Yeah, right. Yeah. Avatar, <laughs> but they'll take away so everyone's standing around with dots on their bodies. Yeah, it's like it's, it's the well, New World. You know what I was disappointed in is that I heard there weren't any um, uh, crows in the Disney movie. And I understand why. What, what in Dumbo? In Dumbo, the, the yeah. Jim Crows. Yeah, yeah. get out of here. <laughs> no, but but here's the thing though is that you know I saw it as a really little kid and I didn't understand 
the way they were talking and the way I just thought it was funny. When you're a kid, yes, and and I, that's how that so was that, my favorite part of the and movie. That's how systemic racism works. When you're a child, you don't understand that the thing you're you're viewing is a racist thing, and you're just like, oh, this is just life. Yeah, but and that's not true adult, because no, I, it is true. It's not to understand how racism works and how, <laughs> I it never perp- under- and how it perpetrates and how there are white people in Mississippi, white teenagers posing in front of an Emmett Till memorial yeah. with guns. Yeah, and, and it's like because they this is how they grew up and they're told from a very young age. Big Tim Murphy talks about this when you're told yeah. at a very young age. Oh yeah, this dog is the dog's name is Rommel's it's fine and then when you grow up you're like oh no that was actually fucked up yeah so even as an adult like I don't know I because I haven't watched Dumbo in forever like I never you still have your brain cells to make that jump of these crows are a representation of black people and, and I the, never made I was just like these crows are hilarious that's the thing and it just reinforced but it didn't change how I act or do things but but subconsciously then you hear the uh, what the, the, that black voice that Amos and Andy type of uh, I've seen an elephant fly there oh, aren't that. No, that I've, seen the ho- I've seen the horse fly. That you hardly Leghorn. ever. You hardly yeah. ever see that. It anymore, is very popcorn leghorn. You hardly leghorn is hundred percent. You hardly. I imagine yeah. like. Also I imagine that accent is something that people like laughed at black people about in like the twenties or something because. Oh man! I rarely go, see go, still go, do go, it today. Go to Jackson, it's Mississippi. Tw- it's twenty twenty, and <laughs> yeah. they're still doing it. They, they, well, it's twenty nineteen, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hundred years later, you're nothing's round, changed. You're, you're rounded up because yeah. now, like I don't know, everybody complains about like if they complain like racistly, racistly. I don't think Ra- that's a, yeah, I don't think racistly, that's a word. Yeah. People, do, oh, people okay. do complain racistly. I don't think that's what you're talking about. Yeah, but, but no, like um uh like about the type of speak like rappers, like you know what I'm saying. Like nobody's on that crow. Mm-hmm. Voice anymore, really? That's like old timey. Oh, uh, an old you know timey I mean? version of making fun of black of voice. making fun of black people. Sure. Where now people complain it's about the whole now. like rapper thing now, yeah. which is completely different and from a hooked on uh, ebonics type of thing. Yeah, I was gonna say hooked on. Fox. I, I yeah, even uh, ebonics type of thing. I yeah. even Very now 90s. knowing the context, I could still watch the crows and be like, <laughs> they're funny. Oh, these crows. Well, uh, it's a different thing. Obviously. It is grow up and when did they make the movie thirty eight? Yeah, like, which by the way is why I totally like I didn't have to be told that the crows weren't in it by the way you know what i mean like mm. it's just like duh yeah, of I mean, course they're not yeah, they and should. i get that and it's the right move they for sure shouldn't be in it i mean that's right like, exactly yeah. but, but but you know what's still disappointed crows <laughs> crows in it not in it that dumbo movie was trash it don't matter whether their crows were in it or not it was not good dumbo and that clown makeup was the shit of nightmares <laughs> it was, it's bad it's frightening it's truly it's truly if you talk about thing. like all these like racist undertones now that disney is being super inclusive we can talk about little mermaid little mermaid right they did the thing where yeah. they cast uh, a black lady Hallie as Ariel Hallie yes. Bailey not Harry Barry what no. those names are so close to each other it's crazy yeah. it's ridiculous and uh, and yeah there was a small contingent of people online freaking out about very it very fierce the, contingent the weird on the Twitter sphere th- yes yeah. the weird thing the thing I found the weirdest was the uh, and again I mean just what I'm seeing online maybe it's just me what my eyes are looking for but almost exclusively uh, straight white men who are like, this is a manufactured outrage. Like, uh, this is no one. I don't see anyone complaining about this in my circle, so it must be bullshit that it isn't, yeah. you know that type of thing. Where just because they don't see it, it means it's, they it's, can't. It's a exist. whole anecdotal evidence deal. The anecdotal yeah. evidence deal, exactly. Uh, so my anecdotal evidence shows that it's, uh, straight white men insist that it's a fake outrage, and then everyone else is like outraged. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, I had it's stupid. I had a conversation uh, on the internet the other day where somebody like it was it was one of those things where somebody did like the. Uh, uh, how is it that like they give away like free needles and da da da, da and then underneath it was like but they 
can't but but like you know the whole insulin thing yeah and i was like why do you even post that why don't you just post the bottom part because the top part has nothing to do with it you're just ripping on people it's the whole thing where it's and you're an asshole yeah and um, trying to compare two things which have nothing to do with each other just yeah yeah and he's like well i know what i'm talking about he's like my mom was a heroin addict i'm like i don't think you realize how little that means yeah um, you know, I'm like, I actually, none of my family members have drug problems and I seem to be way more enlightened than you are. Yeah. Just, just because you have drug problems or don't doesn't mean you can still be educated. Yeah. It's like, you could have a drug problem. A family member have drug, you can be very close to the situation, but like that doesn't mean shit when you're having a conversation. That's about correct. It. Well, that's, that's the joy of Facebook debates. That's why I try not to get into them. Once, once, if I post, I was bored. Okay. Real quick. <laughs> if I post something on Facebook and then someone like wants to like counter that argument, I'm like, all right, I'll give you the benefit of one comment like here's my counter to your counter if they then come back at me with something else i was like okay yeah okay all right you okay. win yeah, okay whatever you want to you want to have a fucking facebook debate my no time whatsoever for a facebook debate well i was either. almost I've seen you have facebook debates i've seen with what with, with you know people you know and friends and stuff i've seen yeah. go four or five six i'm like guys no one has time for you. This. What are you doing? I'm scrolling. Look at this long. But I was nearly asleep in my office chair. So it, I no, had time for this. You should have gone to sleep. <laughs> you should have gone to sleep. You, I, don't, you don't got time for this. I didn't want to. It was like you against my gone. will that go I was to, falling asleep. Go to sleep, Steve. Relax. You need to relax more, buddy. You're spending way too much time on Facebook. So the boys, excellent. The Lion King, no, no not not no, excellent. No, no, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's no, not the it's not good. It's just there. It's fine. We already have the '90s Lion King. We even much have a Broadway better. production that people like very much. It's yeah. still going. Just go to do one of those things. Relax. Yeah, it's fine. Sorry, John Favreau. Sorry. It's fine. I spent money and I saw it, but I'm also a mom, so like I'll watch every animated film. It's it sort of it's in the contract. You sort yeah, of have to if you want to be if you want to be a good mom. You got to do it. All right, so what else we got? Anything else? Anything? Uh, anything else I'm watching? Uh, I did watch an etchy film. Uh-oh, here we go. Uh, oh. oh, I did. I watched uh, Man Up with yes! Simon Pegg. So I had a, a 24-hour Simon Pegg binger. How good was it? <laughs> like It was really good. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so I I, uh, I hate rom-coms. I hate rom-coms because I think I'm just like a jaded cynic through and through. Sure. Yeah. So I was I was explaining it to Allison from Offcuts about how I watch rom-coms the way that somebody might watch like Mission Impossible. And they're like, oh, well, that's not abiding by the law of physics. Can't, so it can't happen. can't happen. How does that helicopter hang on the like a <laughs> precipice with just a hook? <laughs> can't happen. Uh, it's been people- four hours in there in love. What the? Exactly. Uh, I wanted to hate it. I went into this being like, I'm obligated because of Edgy. Uh, I love Simon Pegg. I love uh, Shaun of the Dead. Yeah. I, like, British humor is like just through and through everything I'm in love with. Um, and I love so, Lake Bell. I, no, I don't know who she is. Oh, that's the main character. Yeah, the main well, I figured fa- it yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. She's, um, a, she's a white girl. She's, she's a brunette, whatever. She's just a white girl. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, she's uh, got her. something else in her. I don't know what. So Something I, else with her. <laughs> like, like, like Steve? A little bit of Steve Edgy. One day, yeah, sorry, Leslie. We got a hall pass for Lake Bell. Yeah, yeah I, I went into this after watching eight hours of The Boys. So mm. it went from, like, super violent, irreverent, like, uh, absolute power corrupts absolutely, to, like, Simon Pegg going on an accidental date. Yeah. It was a perfect palate cleanser. Interesting. <laughs> wow. Is it called it Just Straight Man Up? Man Up. Man Up. Man yeah. Up. On Netflix. It, on and Netflix. it is a Netflix original, so you won't find it anywhere else. Nope. Okay. I'm writing that down. Netflix. 
Like so, yeah. very, very positive review. Yeah, Steve, you got a good one here. Awesome, yeah. buddy. Look at that. Isn't that fun when you recommend something to someone and then they connect with it? Yes. Yeah. Well, not even just connect with it. They watch it. Like, oh, for sure. Even <laughs> most of the shot. time, that doesn't happen when you that, recommend a movie. That's true. When someone tells me they watched something and they didn't like it, I'm like, oh, for sure. At least you watch it. Thanks for giving, exactly. Thanks for giving it this weird ass movie a shot because it's yeah, usually it was, I it was very something. strange. The weirdest part though was the soundtrack because the uh, the Pixies "Where Is My Mind" plays yes. and oh. it's like super heavy. In a very like lighthearted, what I assume to be a pretty like low budget rom com. Interesting. Um, also, but thinking about that song in film, I started going down a rabbit hole immediately after, and I'm like, oh, this is in Fight Club. Yes. And it's in the mm-hmm. leftovers, which I've been watching, and like the the piano it, it, version. It's of weird it, it's, when anything else uses it's already yeah. been like effectively used in this movie, and then other movies then try to use it as well. I was like, you. it was in Sucker Punch. Like, it shouldn't be in this rom-com. Right, right. And it is. It's very and strange. it works. Interesting. It works. <laughs> but now funny. I have a massive crush on Simon Pegg. I already did, but now, like, it's renewed and reinvigorated, was, so I have to watch he, everything. Is he fit for this one? He, You know, he got recently uh, extra fit in the last couple of years. He's not. He's just a dumpy, not in this. regular He's, he's just dude. normal yeah. looking Simon Pegg. Yeah. In the last few years, I think uh, he is one of these guys who decided all of a sudden he got the, he got the fitness bug and now he's like secretly no, now no. he's secretly ripped no he's he's so also in the boys he uh so he was actually in the comic mm. so garth ennis uh loves simon Pegg, and so he wrote him in as we huey which is the main character mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh he's significantly older than huey so he plays his dad and so like watching him as we huey's dad in the boys and then watching him in this rom-com i'm sold oh interesting you got all range over there yeah. oh wow all right yeah. so uh positive review for man up on netflix <laughs> yeah. with simon Pegg. well see that's that's the thing about um rom-coms it. though is like why i love them is it like because it's mostly dialogue like there's no like action like yeah. jumping from a helicopter isn't it sure yeah. um so like they're the most quotable they're the most like you know they they have to be good at dialogue otherwise that's all there is. So right. if it's, it's not just, good it's just story and character. Yeah, somebody um, like I think it was like a month ago or something was talking about uh, like oh romantic comedies. You know, like uh, when Harry met Sally. I'm like, have you seen that fucking movie? That's a it's good movie. A, it's hilarious. It's got a gr- lot of great lines. Uh, like where's the cat? What cat? The one that shit in my mouth when they wake up next morning. It got the <laughs> yeah. yeah so that's good. That's very really relatable. It, you know? Exactly. The whole movie's relatable, and you can actually completely in, in, in really truly good rom coms, you mm-hmm. can ignore the romance and actually laugh at the dialogue sure. and how relatable and funny it is. Yeah. That's really what it is. That is true. That is yeah. very true. All right. So successful rom-com from someone who loves it. Yes. And someone who necessarily doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> All it right. Got me. Got me a little, got me a little misty. Gotcha. All right. Good stuff. All right. The boy is Lion King man up. Anything else you want to throw? I'm people? reading things. I read. What do you like to read? What are you reading? Uh, so I'm reading the new Chuck Klosterman, uh, raised in captivity. Uh, he is a, he wrote for Esquire. Mm-hmm. He writes, uh, like pop culture pieces and essays. Uh, this is a series of what he calls micro doses. So, okay. uh, short fiction, nonfiction stories, um, that are commentary on things today. Uh, so 34 short stories. He's brilliant. That's a lot of damn short stories. Yeah, but they're uh, four to eight pages max. Truly then, short. Okay. Yeah, really, really tiny. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of them, for instance, is about a man who finds a puma in a lavatory in a bathroom in, in an airplane. So he goes on a flight. He's first time in first class. Yep. He goes into the bathroom and there's a puma and he goes back to his seat and <laughs> discusses the theories on why there might be a puma, right? It's a, these okay. are very strange things. But it's also about how you're not willing to interact with society as a whole. Uh, there's mm. a, a story about a professor who is in trouble for claiming 
uh, a piece of work that he's discussing is racist, but mm-hmm. it's about racism. So he's trying to really like uh, focus on how he handles it as a professor. Interesting. So they're brilliant little stories. He's a wonderful author. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm addicted to all of his stuff. Uh, I think this is his tenth book. I have them all. I know so. the name Chuck Klosterman. I don't think I've read anything. He's oh, like, you absolutely okay, should. Yeah, he talks about like uh, music and film, mm-hmm. uh, anything pop culture, sports. He's a big sports writer, yeah. and he all relates that back to like how important it is. He also has a book called uh, "But What If We're Wrong," thinking about the future as if, or thinking about the present as if it's the past. So mm-hmm. what we think about the world today, yeah. if it were wrong, like the uh, the the allegory of the cave. So, oh sure, the yeah. uh, was that Pl- Plato? Yeah, Plato's yeah. Right? So uh, everything we know about science today, if it were wrong, how would we handle that as a society? Because we've been wrong for so long. About so many more things. than likely, it is. Yeah. yeah well, so he yeah. he posits that, like uh, yeah. like we talked about Elon Musk earlier about uh, if, the simulation theory. Yeah. So if if everything is a simulation and we we kind of like derisively say no, it's impossible. Oh, that's not fair. That what means if we live were, in a cave. Uh, mathematically, it works. What if it were true? Yeah, that, ma- mathematically, that, it actually makes yeah. more sense. That, that means we're in the cave. Yeah, we're in the cave. We are dancing. We're the dancing images on the side of the cave. We're not the people watching no. the images. We are the images. Yeah, tough yes. read. Fantastic though. All right. Okay. Yeah, I'm kind of smart. I read comic books too. Don't worry about it. Hey, want a comic book? Read Saga. We love there all you your our, our listeners are super smart. We got the most discerning listeners in podcasting. Uh, I've been saying that since day one. That's been our our show tagline. So. Uh, we appreciate you bringing it. Thank you so yeah, much. That's absolutely. good stuff. All right, we need to take a break. I need to refresh my drink here. There's no alcohol on this whatsoever. Mm. Um, I think you, <laughs> That's a problem. This guy probably needs to smoke Did a cigarette. Did you somehow yes, suck the alcohol out of it while leaving other stuff out? Yes, no, 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 well, he, I, re- he, I refill he, with water. He has learned how to distill the alcohol out of any beverage with only his <laughs> mouth. So, like... Like, let's say you put a rum and coke in front of him. He can turn it into just a coke. <laughs> I can turn, like Jesus, I can turn a rum and coke into coke. I can walk on vodka. I can do a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. It's pretty great. Uh, I'll Actually, give it- he can't walk on vodka. <laughs> he drinks vodka. He can't walk at all. I don't know. It's, it's, apparent, it's apparent. He stumbles over vodka. We can take a break here. Uh, and then we'll be back with the second half. She's going to smoke a cigarette. You're probably going to do some vaping. Do you need another yes. to drink? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, well, I make it. I'm going right. to another drink. And then we're going to be back. We can talk about uh, Instagram foodie stuff. And I got a couple of news stories here that I teased. Uh, the Quentin Tarantino quote about J.J. Abrams. A very funny quote. We're going to have a good time with that. And then uh, I got a bit. Drew. A bit? Don't be scared. I hate your bits. <laughs> your bits are so stupid. He hates my bits. He hates my bits. Steve's got bits. I do. They're titty. They're <laughs> <laughs> titty bits. He got little titty bits. Uh, we're gonna be back with. We're gonna be back. Well, yeah. This is gonna make me change the name of the show. We're gonna be back with Crest Bits in the second half of the show. Here we go. of the Swervy Jones show. Uh, I'm going to steal one of their bits for a second. Drink it a week. Like, that's such a hard bit. Drink it a week. Uh, here's a recipe <laughs> for you guys. From? Yeah, exactly, right? Uh, all, every bit is stolen. No bits are original. Here's my whack pack. Uh, drink it a week. Uh, here's, a, here's a suggestion, guys. If you're into iced coffee, uh-huh. 
I like the, and I'm a basic bitch. I go to Starbucks, I just give me a black iced coffee. I don't care. I'm the over roaster beans, uh, uh, independent coffee, blah, blah. I don't give a shit. They, Starbucks got drive throughs So I go to a drive through I get me a, a black iced coffee, no sugar. I take it home. I put in a few ounces of Bailey's Irish cream. They put out the flavor, vanilla cinnamon. It's essentially their like rum chata, whatever. Mm -hmm. it's, it's so good. Probably really good for Christmas, but I don't give a shit. Yeah. Put in some of that. I put in a couple ounces of Salerno blood orange liqueur you got yourself an orange creamsicle coffee iced coffee ladies and gentlemen whoa i'm in Good you're, job. You're i like that you can, can you drink it even if you're like not a drinker of black coffee yeah because it sweetens it because up the, it irish, sweetens the it up. irish cream adds all that cream to it then it makes no longer a black coffee uh my my typical coffee is just black no sugar no cream but then if i want to boost it up well, that just, just add sugar. yeah what, 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 okay so what here's here here's a hint over christmas here we go, go. Coquito. Yeah. Coquito in your coffee. Yep. Coquito. Coquito is good. Yes. Coquito is good for mm -hmm. uh, adding to coffee for sure. Uh, you booze it up. It's a great Very way sweet. to start the, your Christmas day. Absolutely. By I, 2 p.m. you're sleeping on the couch. I actually just said this on the, on the last episode of uh, Off Cuts because we did a coffee episode. Off Cuts, yeah. Uh, because um, I was talking about how like coffee shops can be intimidating if you're not a coffee person yes again mm -hmm. um you know you just keep looking you're like i don't know what these words mean do i want a cortada or do yeah. i want a that's weird uh turkish uh yeah exactly. yeah and you're like what's the difference between like cappuccino when you start and the, latte i don't know you that's know when you do the dentist well that's actually the amount of foam is between the cap more foam and a cappuccino that is ridiculous the, uh, less foam and a latte is actually okay. very, very easy difference between the, the two there. all right all right and lattes, lattes can be cold too anyway the point is is that um yes, like you know i i i, I yes, regaled a tale where i had gone into a starbucks and this is like my ultimate this is why i don't go into these places even though i like coffee all right sure sure um but you know i i ordered a um an iced coffee I get iced coffee from McDonald's all the time, you know? Mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, I'll get an iced coffee. Yeah. And then waited, and they said my name, right? Yeah. And they put, Steve. They, yeah, they <laughs> put the cup down, and I looked at it, and it was just, they had poured ice and then poured black coffee oh, over it. Oh, no. Like, it, like hot coffee? Uh, no, no, no. It was, it was room temperature, I think, four people that want this drink. Okay. You know, but so I was like, yeah, I'll have an iced coffee, and I got that, and the most infuriating part was that the guy did nothing wrong. I'm like... Fuck, this is what I ordered. <laughs> so it's exactly just, what I ordered. You just were unhappy with your order. I was unhappy with myself because yeah. I've done that. that's what I ordered. That happens. I go to our new restaurant. I try. I, I don't know. Let me try this. And I get like all this stuff. No. Oh. Yeah. I'm like, I can't even yell at the guy. He did exactly what I asked this him to. exactly what was on the menu. <laughs> I just don't want it. Yeah. Yeah, you fucked up. You done fucked up. I did. Just stick to. I didn't even order a new drink. I sat there and I drank it and I hated it. <laughs> like a real, <laughs> like an adult. Like yeah, a, I've like made a my real decision. Adult yeah. bitch. I've made my bed and now I'm gonna lie. Now in I'm it. gonna lie in this gross bed <laughs> full of iced coffee. Uh, was this a? Where'd you go? Uh, just the Starbucks down the street from my house. Starbucks. Huh? Which was a nice coffee. Mm. Yeah, you didn't like it. It's just coffee with I don't ice. like black coffee. Then why'd you do that? Because I thought I was getting like, you know. You're a madman. Like a latte. I order like a vanilla iced coffee from McDonald's and I'm like, this well, is. Oh, that's because it's vanilla. And then they put cream in it? Yeah, I just didn't think about that. They did not. They did not. Just like, yeah. Oh, 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 McDonald's? Yeah, yeah. They fill it with all sorts of crap. Yeah, they do. But that's what I was used to. It's, it's of course, that's what you're used to. Yeah. Because old McDonald's. So that's what I thought you I was You got ordering. one of them fresh beef quarter pounders yet? Uh, no. Oh, man, they're good. 
Are they? Greasy, greasy, greasy. Well, they should be the fresh. You could, could grease up your car axles with all the grease that comes <laughs> off that thing. It's incredible. Oh, good. I need my brakes replaced. Yeah, that'll you, probably help for a that'll while. That'll help. It'll help. Yeah, you get the, uh, they give you the cardboard container it comes in. The bottom of it's soaked through. You're like, what is this? I thought this was McDonald's. Like, no, this is for real grease. Like, oh, yeah. It's mm-hmm. the way it used to be. Real unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Make America better That's just again. fake and healthy. Make America burger again. Uh, plugs, working people on laundry at Antihero419 Facebook and Instagram follow mm. at Juice Chicago on, on Twitter. Twitter it's not, not me you. they do yeah. a great job they do a good job they're a little more active in the last couple of weeks actually oh uh, really yeah yeah. check I, it out I Drew. checked uh, I, I a lot of middle finger emojis his, 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 his Twitter account <laughs> as well as uh, they should be his Twitter account commented on something I said on Twitter Aha. and I was like Oh my God! Like I, I, I got a, account, <laughs> I got a tingly feeling. I was like, like a famous person said something to me. I was like, I was like, Oh my God! You, you know, like you interacted. I, you, you, you interacted. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, What are you talking about? I just saw you last week because you know the week before we had done an episode. Because yeah. he's keeping up the pretense of uh-huh. being Drew. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 He, but he it's not a, me. He has a parody account, Christine. No. So that, that is impressive. He's yeah. so famous. Isn't it? I want I was, one so I was bad. Never good at Twitter at all. Never good at it. Oh, I want a parody. account. That's what I'm saying, right? I. I didn't send know. It send it out into the universe. Somebody, please. Please do it. It's like the yeah. secret. I didn't know I wanted it until I until <laughs> until <laughs> he mentioned that, and I was like, "Oh, I want a Steve Etchy parody." Again. I want a, this is a status symbol, really. All right, it feels we'll, like we'll have a deal. Like I'll set up this, <laughs> and I'll set one up for yeah, you. Yeah, there, 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 yeah. there you go. You guys can figure it out together. Uh, Steve, where can people find you online? Uh, you can Google Steve Etchy, and all my information comes up except for my personal email, which is steve.etchy at gmail No one's ever used it, and always, of course, no, no, nobody. Someone has. email him, please. For yeah. love of God, like seriously, I'll do a back flip for the first time in my life finally get an email about about anything yeah i don't have the rotation for that though so i'm gonna do it like from the top of my desk and just do a backflip onto the oh sure or from a diving board into a pool yeah so so you know whatever i recorded last that'll be my episode (laughs) my last episode (laughs) episode yeah because you're in traction for the yeah yeah latest episode followed by a funeral (laughs) don't do any (laughs) backflips no no uh, and of course, pftmedia.com. Of course, go there. New shows, old shows, video stuff. Check it out. PFTmedia.com. Yes. Uh, Christine, feed me Orlando. Yeah, what, at feed me Orlando. At feed me Orlando. What, yeah. what can people expect there on the Instagram? Uh, really badass pictures of food that yeah. I like. Yeah. <laughs> well, food and drinks and events. Kinda. Yeah, sure, sure. Mostly events with food and drinks. Oh yeah, those are the best kind of events. Mostly drinks. The ones with the foods and the drinks. Oh yeah. You can't was... can't ignore the drinks. No, I was drinking right before this. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Over at Luke's. At Luke's, we gotta go to Luke's. Drew, we still gotta go. Yeah, we do. Yeah. It's right there. It is. Um, Great t- cocktails. They have cocktail classes. They actually uh, have you distill your own gin, so you can actually get Ooh. like uh, make your own gin and keep it there bottled. So whenever you go back to the bar, they'll have it for you. Well, that's so, cool. Where is this? Right, right here across right, the street. Yeah, Luke's, Luke's right over there. Yeah. Yeah, the right old steak and ale. Yeah. yeah, the old steak and ale. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's so true. What was it for a minute before that? Sopa Napa Grill? Something so, like that. SoCal yeah, Napa Grill? Something like that. That did not last no. very long. No, no. But like Luke seems to be doing pretty good. Yeah, they're doing really well. Who owns it? It's the the, the it's Luma. The, pe- the Luma yes. Pardo people. Yes, it's those people. And that's why it's on 1792. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just a, a across like a from block. Antonio's. Yep. Yeah. 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 Okay. Because when you said the steak and ale, I was like, I think I know exactly what they're talking about because there's no other steak and ale. Man, I'm uh, steak and ale. Come on, we got burgers and beer. Like, good for you guys. What a great concept. Yeah. They were there forever. Well, steak and ale was a thing for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is there even one steak and ale out there? Probably not. Are they completely dead? I hope so. They made really good cake. <laughs> <laughs> My family ate there when I was little, and I wouldn't eat anything on the menu, so I just ate cake, and it was really, really good. 
<laughs> I got I got nothing to say. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess that's me. Like going, I go to I go to Texas Longhorn Steakhouse for their chicken tendies. Yeah. Okay, so there you good. go. We still they need to, so we still need good. to go. We, we need to start the chicken tender. Iliad. We gotta do the chicken tender Iliad to follow up our Burger Odyssey, which yeah. we need to do episodes of the uh, the chicken tendies at. Uh, they used to have them as an appetizer, but then they scaled it down to just an entree. So you got to order an entree of them as an appetizer. And then they're like, you want the fries? I'm like, I don't want the fucking fries. I just want the chicken tenders. They're so good. They're super tender. They, for sure, brine them shits in buttermilk for like, I don't know, days before they fry them in a delicious batter. Come on. It's so amazing. And, and anytime and you put buttermilk in, in, in like the title of something, it's just like, I'm going to have I'm the buttermilk, whatever that but is. But I'll, I'll have, the, <laughs> yes. I want all the extra fat. Give me, yes, all the fats. Give mm. me them buttermilk uh, asparaguses. So, I want the fat so to delicious. render while I'm eating it. Oh, my God. Come on. The only thing better is uh, duck confit. Give me some duck confit. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she just had a duck confit uh, Cuban. Whoa. I don't know what that is, but that is the greatest that's sounding a, name. A that's duck ham yeah. and duck confit Cuban. Yeah. Is it duck? Duck yes. confit Cuban is what they so called big, my grandpa in the old wrestling. So it, it's duck meat days. slow roasted in its own fat. Okay. Oh. Yeah. With a duck ham on it? Oh. Come on. A, du- a duck ham? Yes. Yeah. So, so you, just take, you just take the duck meat and you treat it like pork meat and you... Yeah. I feel like you don't actually are no. a producer. Like, you're not a producer for Offcuts. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah, he produces a food show. Can you yeah. And he doesn't know yeah. anything about food. Yeah. That, well, that's that's perfect, why, though, no, every, every episode, every five minutes, I'm sitting back in my chair going, really? Oh. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, also, French fries are made from potatoes. Oh, no, there was a duck ham pizza at recess, and there is soon to be a duck ham pasta at Orlando Meats. Whoa! Rumor control. Here we go. Yeah, not, I was not say, to like, call great. them out. And actually, recently uh, uh, on uh, State of the Beer Union, we had we went to recess. So Elliot was on. Nice. And it was funny because he made us all pizzas, and um, he was like explaining. He's like, Les- or, uh, "No, I was like, um, yeah, Leslie, Leslie, you were, you know, I made you da da da, and this is what's on it and everything, you know. And then Gina, I made you other, you know. And then what's the first thing for State of the Beer? Union? And he goes, yeah, 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 and, uh, because we're also, you know, it's in a brewery, yeah, so we also, brewers, yeah. so the first half was about recess, the second half was about the brewery. Okay, and um, and then he just looks at me and like slides the plate down and he's like pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Here goes, everyone Steve. gets here's all the amazing stuff. Piece of shit. Yeah. Here's your pepperoni pizza. Here's your basic shit. It's probably it was, del- it was, it was really probably good delicious though. though wasn't yeah. it? Man, man, I had the lily at recess. Just a basic cheese pizza. That's like uh, the focaccia bread makes it like a Sicilian. So good. It's so thick. It's like man, this thing is incredible. I was like. Uh, messaging him as I was like, this thing is so good, Elliot. God damn it. <laughs> no, you, the Kaya. The Kaya is my favorite. Which one's the Kaya? Uh, with the sweet corn and pork belly and the chimichurri. Oh, oh my yeah. God. I've been wanting to try that. Yes. So good. The pork belly one? Yeah. Yes. There's one, there's a brunch one that's got a, an the egg Dolores. in the middle of it. Oh, you hear that? Yeah. What is that? The buzzing? That That's. Is that in here? Is that a generator? It sounds, <laughs> sounds like, it's, like it's in here, yeah. It, it, it sounds like a generator. I think it's outside. It's our uh, we got construction going on. Uh, the continued construction of our studio oh, is, is still happening. going on. The thing is, the people working on the studio construction, they're like, we can only do it while you guys are recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, well, I mean, it's the only like, time that's good. It's good they even take they even take a break when we took a break. Yeah, yeah. they took a break. <laughs> as soon as we're done, they're gonna finish. I was like, I mean, you can do it before or after. They're like, no, 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 no we gotta do no. it during. 
It has to be done only during. during. So it sounds like you're in the background. We've already dealt with some. We're PFT fans. We like a leg up on the content. Yeah, exactly. We want to be not, not to bring up another podcast, but Tom and Dan has a, a war with their pressure washers. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> well, they do. They're, they, they pressure wash all the time when they do uh, a corporate time, and then which I was just on, and then the um, the show I was talking to you guys about during the break. Mm-hmm. They whenever they record coincides with their studios um, grounds crew, the landscaping crew. Mm-hmm. So during every episode, all of a sudden back on the air. Go, the, yeah, the landscapers are here. At, at least with that though, you you get the uh, Doppler effect because that's my one of my favorite it's things a, in the world. I love thing. those noises. So you hear like a lawnmower being like, and then he like like literally bounce off their glass and their studio. It's like man, this is fantastic. This is this is quality podcasting right here. Good radio, guys. It's fine. We're doubling the space of our studio here. We're gonna we're tripling it. People who listen listening to us since the beginning know we used to record on a on a boat in international waters. Mm-hmm. Hurricane uh, was it Maria smashed that thing against the shore. Yeah. So uh, then for a while we were recording in the back of Drew's car. It was yeah. an old Impala. We were driving around town recording. It was very awkward. So there was an echo because it's such a big car. Yeah, it was very <laughs> awkward. It was very strange. A lot of but we had to drive while we did it yeah. to get the battery going for the juices. Yeah. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, now we're in this tiny studio. It's in the closet. But we're trying to build it out, double the space. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Feed me Orlando. Yeah. On Instagram, people mm-hmm. follow it. If they want to message you, they can do. Oh do yeah, it through absolutely. Feed me Orlando. Yeah. Anything else you want to put out there for people? You just want to leave it there. It's up to you. Uh, so I am a painter. Ah. Uh, so I uh, at kwaleska underscore art. Okay. Uh, I've got. I just started uh, posting some paintings. I'm a. I'm actually a fine artist by trade. Nice. So went to uh, UCF. Go Knights. Hey. And, uh, yeah. the, well, I'm alumni. There we go. The uh, College of Art in Edinburgh, Scotland. I was oh ready for this cool humble brag. I was the first American to actually receive a merit scholarship to Scotland. So hey. I got to go there. Nice. Live in Scotland. Uh, painted. That's what I do. Very cool. Um, but. But uh, my regular life is uh, I build apps for different hospitals and uh, oh, doctors' offices. Wow. Uh, so I'm in tech. I'm part of the uh, pro vaccine movement. Sorry, guys. You're pro vaccine. Uh, pro, yeah. Wait actually. a second. Yeah. So you're pro autism. Get pro, out. Pro, yeah. Here. I want. I want all the autism, none of the polio. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, would you rather be autistic or have polio? Yeah. Would you rather? I would rather be autistic. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I'd so. Be would you, would you rather be good at math or have measles? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, don't know. I mean, I'm not good at math now. I like. mean, I'll, I'll sacrifice the emotional response for being able to use my brain better. Yeah, well, my emotions get in the way anyway. Yeah, it's fine. I don't like people ass. touching me anyway. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, I don't, I don't like clothes on my body. I just want to be able to <laughs> like okay. count the number of toothpicks on the floor really fast. Right? That, that was yes. uh, Dustin Hoffman's thing in them. Correct. Because he was just autistic, right? That's yeah, if, t- if if not wanting to wear clothes is autistic, I'm autistic. <laughs> yes, we know that. Steve. Obviously, we've known that for a long <laughs> yeah, time. Yeah. You're your own you're, special, you're but I al- but I also <laughs> can't special. throw toothpicks on the ground and count them. And then count them. Well, they, that's what I'm saying. It's your own special well, version. I got yeah. the bad side of autism. <laughs> <laughs> the math, nothing. None, none, none of the benefits. <laughs> Again, like I said, in 50 years, people look back and it's like they had no idea what they were talking about. Uh, <laughs> I'll yeah, just be walking like, down the street in my underwear. They'd be like, I bet he can count though. What was uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can count the five. The uh, that was an Instagram account you put up. Yeah. K underscore K Waleska underscore art. K Waleska underscore. You're gonna have to spell that because K W A L A E S K A. Yeah, I'm very Puerto Rican. There we go. Waleska, Waleska, Yeah. That's Puerto Rican. I'm horrible. It's don't worry. I'm Taino Indian, so. 
Okay. Like native Puerto Rican Indians. Most most Puerto Ricans break down as see I say this all the time. It's Taino Indians, uh African slaves, mm-hmm. and then Iberian Peninsula, the conquistadors, the your Spanish, your Spanish. Portuguese, et cetera, et cetera. Those people. Mm-hmm. Actually for me directly, it's actually Canary Island if you go back a few generations. Which is off the coast of Spain. Uh, Canary Islands, not named for birds, but for dogs. When I was a child, I thought Portuguese was a dish. <laughs> I'm not touching it. You want it? <laughs> you want it? It's yours. No. It's all yours. Just a very, very young child. <laughs> we'll just, let, we'll just let shit there. Very young. Very young child. Very young. Not touching that one. Two that year, sounded good, actually. Two years ago. <laughs> I just, I'll, have a, I'll have a Portuguese. I'll have the Portuguese mm-hmm. sauce on the side. Oh, yeah. So, uh, at Feed Me Orlando. Feed Me Orlando. Kualeska <laughs> <laughs> underscore art. Yeah. Very cool, yeah, awesome. And then you. if you're a hospital and you need an app, obviously then. Yeah, hit me up, DM me. DM <laughs> slide, for, slide into my DMs if you want an app for for a, for a coding app of some sort. Um, okay, very cool. All right, we got a. I got a quick story here. I teased this in the first episode. We talk about Quentin Tarantino mm-hmm. working with Star Trek stuff. He has an idea based on a TV show, a TV show episode, to expand that into a movie. And he has a quote here about talking to J.J. Abrams that I found funny. First off, J.J. Abrams with his movies came up with the Kelvin timeline, right? He has some time travel stuff happening in that first movie. Mm. Old Spock shows up, mm-hmm. talks to new Spock. It's a whole, whole own timeline, right? Mm. So, uh, yeah, we've been working on mm. that. It's <laughs> very, very multiverse. Timeline. So when it comes to this timeline, Quentin Tarantino says, quote, I don't know how much I can say about his movie. The one thing I can say is it would deal with the Chris Pine timeline now i still don't quite understand and jj can't explain it to me and my editor has tried to explain it to me and i still don't get it about something happened in the first movie that now wiped the slate clean i don't buy that i don't like it i don't appreciate it fuck that i want the whole series to have happened it just hasn't happened yet no benedict cumberbatch or whatever his name is is not Khan, all right? Khan is Khan, and I told jj like i don't understand this i don't like it and then jj was like ignore it Nobody likes it. I don't understand. Just do whatever you want. If you want it to happen the exact same way it happens on a series, it can end quote. So J.J. Abrams was fucking around with all this con shit and the timeline, and now he's apparently telling Tarantino, no one understands this shit. I don't even like it. Fuck it. Do what you want to do. Are we going to have some skinny dude with fake pecs in this one, too, playing con? Like uh, uh, Monobon, Ricardo Monobon. If you look back on it, though, it has that weird chest plate thing with the necklace. It's like... Mm -hmm. Perfectly positioned. Yeah. Mm. I love that shit. It's so it looks really weird. <laughs> it's so great. Uh, what do you guys think about that? JJ Abrams apparently not even knowing what he was doing with his movies and being like, "Fuck it, ignore it." Duh. <laughs> I. You know what? I, I mean, have you seen JJ Abrams movies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, have, so. you, have you seen this TED Talk? About the mystery box? About the box? mystery box? Yeah, yeah, what a bunch like, of Like, I feel like that's a gimmick, right? Yeah. Like, that's... It's, it's like, like a, oh, I don't, I don't know what I don't know what it is, and that's more interesting My than actually having a story. Me. Get out of here, JJ, <laughs> with your with this lost nonsense. I think it's on the sea. What I, you think? I agree. You agree? With him, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so Some ter- things you don't explain. Yeah, the mystery box. Well, some things. Some things. Mystery is good for some things. Well, I feel like that's... But the- don't build it all on just mystery. No. You know, it's like Mission Impossible 3. The rabbit's foot is a device that they're mm-hmm. all chasing down. Yep. They never explain what the rabbit's nope. foot is. Uh-uh. Weird, because they don't have to. It, well, you would think so, right? But now it's a weird experiment that then shows, at least me personally, when the movie was over, I get it. I understand it. 
I still sort of want to know what the rabbits were kind of. I kind <laughs> yeah, of want to know. I, I, I still want a sense of closure. Yeah, just like give me one line, one line of dialogue. What if it's an actual rabbit's foot? It's just, it's like, it's That's my, fine. It's well, my lucky charm. Yes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, well then explain that. <laughs> well, explain but, that. But, but this is my point, though, is, is that, like, um, it, it depends on how big the box is. <laughs> I, okay, okay, um, I'm and, with you. And what I get by that is um, my, my ex-wife, when it comes to uh, what you learn in movies and, 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 and interpreting things in movies, mm-hmm. she was a complete dumbass. Mm-hmm. And so when we watched, do you remember in Lost, uh, when yeah. they had the polar bear? <laughs> Didn't watch Lost. Oh. We didn't watch Lost, but I know about the polar bear because the, because Lost was so culturally zeitgeisty that I know about the smoke monster and the polar bear and the hatch, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I haven't watched. I watched one episode. I know about all that shit. I got so like frustrated because she won't shut up like while we're watching stuff. Um, well, she will now because we're divorced. But um, <laughs> but um, but we were watching where okay, basically what it is they find that okay they explain it though. In that later they come across um, a research facility on the island, okay. and um, eventually some of the cast members are uh, trapped in these cages mm. by bad people. Okay, um, and they are the polar bear pit cages, and they had one of those things where when you when you like for the polar bears where like they would hit a lever and like they would get like a big treat. It looked it was like in this it was like a milk bone, but it was like you know a foot long. Okay, okay, and it was in the shape of a salmon. And um, so they were training them for things and they were like, you know, basically I probably experimenting, finding out how they were, whatever, you know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I, and, and I was like, that's where the polar bears, that's why they were polar bears. She's like, well, what were they studying about them? She oh, she she, go to fucking bed <laughs> fuck you she wanted more information yeah, but but then she starts doing this thing of like well that's a major flaw in the story and this is bullshit i'm like no you're a fucking moron go to bed <laughs> like well you are divorced because yeah that's true yeah, um okay. so but, it might be coloring your experience but, I mean, it, here it, in but there is a thing of we like the story like the polar bears is explained enough as to why they're on the island there's some they were testing some sort of thing mm-hmm. it's not a part of the plot what they were testing because and it's, because it's just a side detail the audience Getting if hung you're up on not a detail yeah and if you if yeah exactly and um and, and basically if you have to go well wait is that all or is that like you have to have like a an iq of 50 you know what i mean like where you go look look, look at the plot structure and everything mm-hmm. this does not matter but mm-hmm. it is a mixer mystery but that's the thing with lost because lost is all the details all right. the weirdness but some of them were false but some were false flags what, that's the thing oh, red herrings yeah, yeah. that's like, annoying that's the best no it's no, not no like a deliberate red herring and so then you're just like oh well the audience can choose what mm. they want it to be is so lazy when it comes to writing yeah, yeah i feel like it's lazy like make me feel a certain way or don't like that's fine. Then get yeah, out commit, of it. commit to something. Make it it, make it a intrigues you. Courtney no. B. Van says, choose a side. Yes. Well, again, though, Thank that's you, why I say much. size of the mystery it. box. Um, this is not a hill to die on. Mm. Shut the fuck up about polar bears and keep watching the goddamn show. I, I understand that. Yeah, just that's just, why I say size the mystery just, box. Just picking the wrong detail. Yeah. Then absolutely. Yes. If it ever seems to be the number one way that the plot is going to go further, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm. find out what that is mm-hmm. and it turns out to be nothing. 
you 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 fucked up well, uh, as, as far as making the show. Well, Tarantino doesn't seem to be a fan of the mystery boxes. I mean, well, he had some mystery box in uh, the Marcellus Wallace's The Soul yeah. and the Briefcase thing. That's yeah. a mystery box. Absolutely. But outside of that, it's just plot, plot. Here you go. Here's your thing. Here's where we're going for yeah. the diamonds. We're going for this. We're going for that. Reservoir Dogs, whatever. So, yeah. uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he does then with the J.J. Abrams timeline of, uh, of the Star Trek world. He loves Chris Pine, apparently. That's what sucked him in. He loves Chris Pine's William Shatner-ish. He, he does uh, really Kirk. well. He did a great job. I like Chris it's Pine. It's my favorite Chris Pine performance, I think, in Star Trek movies. I don't even like Star Trek. I think it's yeah. all a bunch of... Oh, Star uh, Trek is the worst. Yeah. But, but, I actually, <laughs> but I actually like those movies. I like the first one. I actually have this the whole... The second one, the con one was dumb. The third one was okay. Everybody loved... You did not like Wait, the third one. The third one, one good scene where... USS Enterprise was surfing in space. It surfs that way, even <laughs> it's the Beastie Boys. It's so, yeah, it's in the trailers. Anyway. Only good that, part of the entire that, movie, and and it sounds really lame. <laughs> it, it, on paper, it does sound ridiculous. Yeah, um, I'm sure yeah, it's not. So there we go. We got a little bit of Tarantino, J.J. Uh, Abrams, interesting uh, back and forth there, guys. Uh, I want to keep with the movie stuff here, so let's uh, have a little bit of quick uh, fun. What? All right, here we go. I got a, I got a little bit of a game here, a little bit of trivia. So buzz in by saying your name. Oh, All right. Dear. Okay. Buzz in by saying your name, and this obviously uh, these points count towards nothing. Mm. So no pressure whatsoever. No pressure. Uh, I'm gonna name a food item from mm. a movie or a drink. Buzz in if you think you know the movie. And then tell me what the movie is, all right? All right. Drew, you're rubbing your face very hard. Relax, relax, buddy. There's no points. There's nothing. There's no score. It's, it's the closest thing to rubbing his like, brain. Last so. time it we did this on Off Cuts, I won a, uh, like, a gift card to a terrible bar. <laughs> <laughs> to a terrible, oh, a terrible bar? Oh, it was bad. So terrible that that's why she got the gift card, because Allison <laughs> didn't want it. I'm not going to unload anything on you here. We're fine here. All right, here we go, guys. Trying to go from easy to hard. If you know it, say your name. Number one, big Kahuna burger. I've uh, got it. Uh, uh, Steve, I almost, say your name. Oh yes, Edgy. Edgy. I, I almost okay. Pulp Fiction. Pulp I almost said Adult Fiction. <laughs> adult Fiction. <laughs> adult Fiction. Yes. <laughs> you can find it in your library. All right, here we go. Number two, Birdie Bots. Edgy. Every edgy. Oh, oh damn. Harry Potter. Harry God Potter. Damn. I am never. I, I am never good at this. This is no, great. I literally have two Harry Potter tattoos. Like it's my half sleeve. So. What do you got? What yeah. So I've got a a, 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 a Buckbeak. With the uh, Asphodel Lily, which is what Lily, his his mother's name wow, is named after. Okay, and then right. I've got a, a, a on the inside of the arm. Wow. A Thestral, yeah, you can only see them after you see someone die. Uh, Thestral, the uh, invisible like uh, dead horses that bring. Oh. Yeah. I'm a big <laughs> okay. Harry Potter fan. Right. I've oh, seen all it, the movies, and I don't remember that. <laughs> I've seen all the movies, and I only remember the one with. Gary Oldman. I've seen <gasps> the first five movies. And that was one of the best out. ones. Oh, I actually, no. Prisoner of Azkaban was the good. only one I remember. Guys, really, like, we, need, we, need, we need to go watch Harry Potter. <laughs> I what, we're going to go watch it? Where are we going to go I, watch it? Uh, so, a la carte. Uh, they are uh, really great on 50, and you can actually, they're at like a, a food truck. Yeah. Station with okay. a bar in the middle. Okay. Uh, they do Monday night movies, and they are going through all of the Harry Potters with Orlando, nice. who does or, like donuts oh, that what? are Harry Potter based. Okay. So you should totally you, yeah. You know what I found? I have to make a show trip, I guess, yeah, for for the Prisoner it. of Azkaban week at least. Oh, oh, it's Prisoner such a, of Azkaban it's so good. So good. It's but, I think that might be the best one. But um, here's the thing, though: is uh, when it comes to uh, Harry Potter films, they they had they did this thing where each movie, mm-hmm. as they went along, was darker. Yes. And when yes. I say darker, I mean literally lighting. 
no, no, they they did that on purpose. That's true, though. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, the last two movies, like my my, uh, I watched with my parents, and they have a an HD TV. It is an HD TV, but it's from like two thousand and like oh, so it's like ten eighty six or something. <laughs> Not ten eighty p. Oh, that's just a thing. No, 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 no. It's seven seven twenty. It's when P first came out. It's it's got ten eighty p. Oh, it's when that P first but came out. True. Yeah. Every every year when new TVs come out, they have a much better uh, uh, contrast ratio. So yep. their contrast ratio was really low, and so the last two movies was like black oh. with floating. It's like heads. that episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it, it I was, was just gonna say it's, it's, it's oh. a famous, that famous episode. Yeah. And, and it's yeah. just one of those things it's where it's just like the compression. Get it? Yeah, it is actually. A compression. I like yeah, the idea of it getting darker like that. I don't like the idea of you have to buy a TV from or you have to own a TV from like a year ago to watch the goddamn films. Uh, I did not enjoy them nearly as much because they were really good. The last two. But I couldn't, I couldn't see it. Like you know what I mean. Like, and, and I did not enjoy it very much at couldn't all. Couldn't see the damn episodes. Couldn't see the damn movies. Even though what I was hearing, go and buy your parents a better TV. Seeing, go, it sounds like you need to buy your parents a better TV. Oh, I let them borrow mine. Yeah, you let them borrow it. Yeah, until they could get a new TV. Give it to them. They I've give got, you life. Steve. I've got a 4K TV. They give you chicken nuggies when you ask. And they bought your a 4K dad TV and now they're whenever you're hungry. I can let them borrow it for like a year. Give them the damn TV <laughs> and shut off motion smoothing. Number three. Yes. Fizzy lifting drinks. Oh, uh, Willy Wonka. Say your name to buzz uh, in. Oh, uh, Phoebe Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe Orlando, Christine. Willy Wonka. Is Willy Wonka. Or is it uh, Charlie? No, it's Willy Wonka. It's I Willy think Wonka both, yeah. but Willy Wonka No, it doesn't count. Like it doesn't Johnny matter. They were both know. terrible. Oh, time out with this game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, time out. Okay. We're, time out. We're taking a break here. Uh, it is. It's just, it's just terrible. Willy Wonka versus Charlie and Chocolate Factory? Like, either like, one. I don't like either. Uh, I think they're both oh. terrible. Steve, uh, I'm sorry, Drew, not a fan of musicals. Where you calm down on Willy Wonka and Chocolate Factory? I mean, it's got Gene Wilder. No. Gene Wilder, everything is amazing. I love Gene Wilder, but how do you feel about Johnny Depp? Actors are only as how do you feel about Johnny Depp I as love, a human being? I love Johnny Depp. Wow, you controversial! You shouldn't. No, I he's, hate him. He's a bad person. He's a terrible. Person. <laughs> Have you guys read up? He's an abusive person. I know he won the defam. There's a suit that he won. No, that was for the, the managers. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. That suit hasn't been hasn't finished yet. The thing with, the, but dude, the like, thing with Amber Heard has the, not been. Uh, all these, no, like, all these witnesses have come out and been like, dude, he's constantly battered. Like some people have seen her hit him. Like, dude, she uh, is a cunt. So, he is fine. Whoa. You think he's fine? Oh wow. Okay. As well, the uh, okay. sole female in this room, <laughs> 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 I'm gonna say fuck Johnny Depp. <laughs> It just doesn't look like he did nearly as much. It'll, it'll, Almost nothing that it'll, she said it, he did. It'll it'll come out soon. He's also a terrible soon. Grindelwald. So like, let's just be real. Oh wow! I, I know nothing about nope. Fantastic. Fanta- Beasts. Oh no! I haven't even bought. Like I no, said, no, I stopped at one. Harry Potter five, so I can't tell you nothing about Fantastic. Beasts. Okay, so watch eight. Uh, watch first Fantastic Beast. Don't watch the second. Dang! Really? Yeah, it's okay. pretty. Awful. But then, what about the third Fantastic Beast? I'll watch it. I will be there on the opening <laughs> day. Like I'm pretty bought into this fandom. If it's if it's Harry Potter and Star Wars, you got damn half sleeve tattoos. You better be bought into Absolutely. it. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you have to go. You're gonna have I'm to be dedicated. there. Well, and you like, still and you still have a genuine opinion. It's like one of those people that they see every comic book movie, mm-hmm. but at least like if it's bad, they'll go, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah, so but they're going to it. watch it. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, there's yeah. a there's a Thor that. Oh, you mean me? You mean Drew and I? But that's very genuine, though. Like you know what I mean? Okay, back to the game. Here we go. Number four. Lemba's bread wrapped in a uh, clean Steve. Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings is correct. Wow. Steve. I, I'm, I'm obsessed no, with Lord does, of the Rings. No, it's nothing about real life food. 
Killing the movie food. <laughs> Killing the movie food. Number five. A Martin and Lewis $5 milkshake. Etchy. Hold on. Damn it. Ah, you gotta say your name, no. Etchy. No. When I was a kid, um, a kid, I guess 14 years old when I saw this movie, I did not understand the Martin and Lewis, Amos and Andy joke. Because I didn't understand that, oh, Martin and Lewis, okay, so that's a white team. Amos and Andy, those are, uh, it's a black team, so it's a vanilla chocolate reference. I, I didn't understand that as a kid. Did you guys it's get that? I never, it's no. A swirl. It's a swirl. It's a swirl. You consider Amos and Andy a swirl, a vanilla a swirl. chocolate swirl? I, yeah. I, the radio version is a swirl, but the TV version will be pure chocolate. That's true. They did because they, mm. they, they had to hire black people to play. They had to, to hire some. People. They had to hire some Uncle Tom's to bamboozle their way into a TV version of Amos and Andy. I, so I see. I see a massa. You know what I'm talking about, Steve? Oh, no. very, very no. foghorn leghorn. Very yeah. foghorn leghorn. Yeah. yeah. You don't know Amos and Andy? The history of Amos and Andy. No. Amos and Andy. There were black characters who started on the radio, but voiced by white people who did. Oh, uh, yes, a massa. That uh, type of uh, okay. Jim Crow. Jim Crow uh, stuff. Jim right. And then they managed. They were so popular. They did a TV show. And they had to hire black actors to then do Amos and Andy, the yeah. TV version. But then they had to have them do the... Ba- you ever see the Spike Lee movie, Bamboozled? Uh, I haven't seen it, but um, I, I don't watch anything by Spike Lee. Okay. Well, uh, next question. All right, here we go. That feels that, racist. That feels, a, that feels racist. That is... A, no, 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 no. no. Actually, it's, an, it's, it's actually anti-racist. <laughs> it feels racist. You haven't, seen, you haven't seen Do the Right Thing, so... Because you refuse, you haven't seen Do the Right Thing. No, I don't know how he feels anti-racist. Yeah, dude, he's the most racist racist dude ever. By pointing out racism exists. Oh, keep digging that hole, Steve. Oh, no. Dig it deeper. Come dude, on. He's, Eventually, you won't be able to get out. He is hateful. Yeah, just just go to the next question. He's please. like Johnny Cochran. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Really, they shouldn't have careers. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Johnny Cochran's dead. Yeah. Uh, well, he, doesn't have he career, does it now, and dead. the world's a better place, but. Oh no, I wasn't talking about Johnny Crocker. No, sorry, I I I said the wrong person. He's fine. I like his whimsicalness in the courtroom. Um, <laughs> if it doesn't fit, he must have quit. That was entertaining as hell. That was entertaining as hell. No, I don't know why I said Johnny Crocker. That's really weird. Uh, no, I was thinking of somebody else. Who? I now I can't think of his name. I'll, you can't I'll, think of what he's in. I'll, I'll think of it. No, he's not an actor. Oh, okay. He's a, uh, a he's lawyer. A civil rights. Uh, oh, Sharpton. No, but Jesse he's, Jackson. The Both of those actually. I was referring to Jesse Jackson, but Sharpton also. Oh, okay. Burn them all down. Go ahead. Okay. Burn down. Burn down the Ooh. blacks. Burn down the blacks. Uh, Steve Etchy on record. Burn down just the blacks. those three. <laughs> Spike Lee is a piece of shit. Go ahead. The, oh. <laughs> it's the old. Uh, how dare you talk about racism? Okay. Uh, number six: dehydrated pizza. Dehydrated pizza. You put it in the Black and Decker rehydrator, guys. Food rehydrator, Black and Decker pizza. I don't remember dehydrated. that. This is this it's is a Pizza Hut branded dehydrated pizza. You put it. It's it's a size of like a. Half and this was dollar. in a movie. It's in a movie. It's a size of a half nickel. It comes out the size of a pizza in like like fifteen seconds. Set in the year twenty fifteen. Now I'm throwing clues out there. Also features Jaws part like nine. And he's like, the shark still looks fake when the hologram comes at him, almost bites him in the face. And then he steals the sports almanac. And then Biff steals the sports almanac. And it has Marty McFly. Doc Brown. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's a sequel to Back to the oh, Future. Hold on, feed me Orlando. Yep. Back to the Future. Two. Two. <laughs> wow. I thought that'd be a little easier. Number seven, Chinese turkey. This is the year our family was introduced to Chinese turkey. Raw, 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 raw. What's the difference raw, between raw, that and regular raw, 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 because it's Peking duck, 
because the neighbor's dogs knocked over the turkey that was on the table oh. and the family had to go to a Chinese restaurant. I still have no idea. But Any, anyone, come on, but Drew. But it's making Christmas sense story. now. It, it, Chris, say your name. I said Drew, Christmas story. Oh, I'm story. sorry, you're the Drew part. I'm sorry. Uh, I was talking over you. Yes, there you uh, go. Drew has an stop answer. Stop screaming at go. me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I apologize. You racist asshole. I know. <laughs> I'm the racist. I'm the, I'm the racist. Rah, 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 rah. That was it's a line in the movie. Also racist. Singapore slings at the Polo Lounge in the Beverly Hills Hotel. Got a drink. Oh, oh etchy, etchy. Sorry, fear and loathing. That is correct. I zoned out a little bit. That's my favorite movie. Yeah, you got That's it. a real drink. I yeah. should have actually it's before. A real drink he... at a real yeah, place. It's a real drink. Yeah. yeah. So I was yeah. like, oh yeah, the courtesy. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the old seven. No, I'm sorry. The old ninety sixer. The old ninety sixer. The old ninety sixer. It's a steak, a ninety six ounce steak. One of those feeding challenges in a movie. It was John Candy. Was oh, uh, uh, Edgy? Edgy? Was that Uncle Buck? No. I was just guess, I was just throwing Good it out. Good guess. Eighties yeah. John Candy vacation type movie. Oh, uh, can no, I do it again? You, I guess so. Planes, trains, and automobiles. No, God damn it. <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen a John Candy movie. <laughs> no, the Great Outdoors. The Great Outdoors. Oh, I never saw that one. He does a feeding challenge where he eats a ninety-six ounce steak. All right, and finally, number ten. It's a beverage. It's a real beverage, but repopularized by this movie, The French Seventy-Five. Ooh, the French 75. Can anyone think of this one? The French 75 repopularized cocktail repopularized by this film, a 40s film starring Humphrey Bogart, black and white, Humphrey Bogart, Ingmar Bergman. Ingmar Bergman? No. What's her name? Ingrid something. <laughs> In- Ingmar. Ingrid. Ingmar. Ingrid. <laughs> Old timeies. Uh, anyone? No. Black and white movie set during World War II, Morocco. I mean, is that. Um, oh, wait. Say your name. I can't even say it. No, I don't remember the name of the film. Okay. Uh, very popular film. Yeah, uh, no, yeah here's no. looking at you, kid. Five, yeah, yeah, it's one of those. Yes, it's that I, I, one. I, just, I can't Three, think of the name. Two, <laughs> gonna, like, yell one was in one. <laughs> eh, all right, I'll talk about Casablanca. Can I get half a point? Uh, no. Damn it. Because you win anyway. You got five, right? Oh, that's true. You got true. five out of the ten. Uh, Christine, <laughs> you got two. <laughs> Drew, you got one. Mm-hmm. So no matter what, I win. All right. Yeah, there you go. So no, no matter what, you win. Which means you get a win. Here we go. Guys, it's time for our, our, our final segment, the close of the show. Oh, we, is, we is this did the this ASMR last week. segment? It's our ASMR segment where we try uh, foods I find at the store. Uh-huh. So what, you guys want to go with salty or sweet first? Salty or sweet? I'm salty. Salty. All right. Let's try this one first. Uh, you guys remember Goldfish Brin? Obviously, Goldfish. Hell yeah! You know, goldfish when you're a kid. Yeah. Goldfish. Uh, they have a new Epic Crunch brand. This is nacho flavor. Let's see. You got Epic Crunch. Epic Crunch. Mm. So th- we're tasting for two things here. I'm guessing they're thick. Crunch. We're tasting for two things. We're tasting for crunch. Is the crunch epic for you? Oh my god! Look at the size of these things. They're like twice the size of normal goldfish. Is it an epic crunch? And does it taste like nachos? Okay. Those are two things you want to try. Here we go. Right. Pass them around, guys. Goldfish. This brand. is my jam. Mm. Mm. They're hollow. They're hollow, which adds to the crunchiness. Makes it epic, more epic, and more crunchy, right? I'm not sure if it's mm. epic. Mm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're pretty. Man, epic. that's really good. It's supposed to taste like nachos, but does it? Mm. It tastes like a no. nacho cheese Dorito. A little bit, right? It's like a Dorito. It's like vaguely nacho-y. Like the real vaguely. Dorito, not the Cool Ranch. They're not bad, but it's not like I expect more... It says big flavor. This is not big flavor. No. Mm. It's still flavor for kids. All right. 
Baked with whole grain. This is just middle of the road enough that I love it. Tortilla crunch, exclamation point. Big flavor, exclamation point. Nacho. Bolder flavor, bigger crunch, bigger size. What do you think? Um, what do you think? I think I like regular goldfish better. Okay, Steve. Uh, I like this I a would lot. Say, I would say like a like a nacho Dorito. Like a, it does oh, kind yeah. of taste like a Dorito version but of like a goldfish. Like a, like a baby Dorito. It's like Doritos for babies. Yeah. Not as spicy. Doesn't no. get my fingers as gross. Right. Nowhere near. A little yeah. slightly orange, but not there yet. Steve, you're a fan of those? Yeah, and they're speckled. Like They are speckled. They kind of looked more um, homemade because they're all different. Mm, 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 mm. Some of them look like a like wood grain. Oh, Uh-oh. I dropped one. That's the sound of a goldfish in the floor, and now we know we have at least that bit of ASMR for people. Mm-hmm. All right, well then. So, uh, thumbs up or thumbs down, Drew? Yes, no. Nah, no. No. Steve, that's a yes? Yeah. Christine? No. No, okay. I'm going to go with now. Um, choose no. a side. Come on, man. Yeah, choose a, choose a choose side. Choose a side. I'm going with um, standard goldfish, so I'm going to give it a no. All right, keep it with the, with the salty, then. Almonds. We have almonds fans? Anyone with an almond Absolutely. allergy? Let's go. They're nuts. Uh, sweet Thai chili-flavored almonds, guys. Mm. All... Uh, I, I eat the uh, sweet Thai chili pistachios, and oh, they dude, are uh, off the fucking chain. Of the Blue Diamond brand? No, pista- Blue Diamond doesn't do pistachios. Oh, okay. Well, here you go. Blue Diamond brand, almonds, spice. What makes it spicy? Uh, what makes it uh, this flavor? Exactly. What are we looking for here? Spice, sweet, oriental. Regular oriental? Mm. Yeah. So like an all-spice type of thing? Think, think the, uh, no, like the spicy uh, pepper mm. sauce. Mm. You know mm. sweet Thai chili sauce? They make sweet Thai chili Doritos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Think those. Do they? I haven't had a they Dorito. I haven't had a Dorito in like a decade. Minimum. This does sort of taste vaguely Asian. Mm. Vaguely no. Thai. I don't think no. there's enough flavor on them. It literally doesn't. It just tastes like almonds. It just tastes like salt. <laughs> it does say. Yeah. That, I just, I'm not getting sweet. I'm not getting I just, Thai. I'm not getting chili. And it says bold in big letters. I'm getting I'm almonds. Getting, I'm getting almond. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and Which I just had almonds? almonds yesterday, and this is pretty much the same thing. Which are almonds are uh, expensive as hell to make. A lot of wa- how many gallons of water it takes to make to one make? almond? Too much. Too much, right? Way too much. And now we're gonna have all the spicy stuff on it. Just enjoy the almond, right? Okay, that's yeah. one. I thought so almonds were cheap. Have some beverage to clear your palate here. Because I mean, whenever you get like mixed nuts, like it's the new peanut. Well, they'll be like, oh, mm. we have... Well, we peanuts have- are so cheap, though. We- right, but they're like, oh, we we, we have like 25% pe- you know, less peanuts or whatever. You know how they put that on the packaging? Yeah. Yeah, and what do they do? Dump a shitload of almonds in there. God damn it. Well, so so that they have to be cheap, because otherwise, why would that be the new peanut? Why would it be the new peanut? Yeah, otherwise, they'd be- if it was more expensive than cashews, you'd have cashews everywhere and you're mixed nuts. All right, Drew, my brother ruined this for you before the show, so don't say nothing, but I got a, a flavor of Oreo here. Mm. They're Oreo thins. I'm not going to tell you what the flavor is. I want you to try it and tell me if you can figure out what it's gonna it is. It tastes like Oreo. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. Here we go. Uh, oh, I can already smell it. Wow, interesting. I've actually never had any of the weird yeah. ones that Oreo puts out. Here you go. Here you go. Well, here, here you go, Steve, so you can figure out what flavor this is of Oreo. And we're smelling it. We're tasting it. I'm looking at it. Mmm. And they're the thins, too, but that was the only... They didn't come in a normal one. I like the thins. They're fine. I just like the double stuff. Double stuff's too much. I, like to I take, still like them. I like to take three thins and then put them together, and then it's like a one and a half double stuff. Oh. Uh, that math, yeah. Have, you, have you tried, like, doing that, but then also at one point putting, like, the middle one putting in like uh, also the Oreo so it's like a double decker you know what I'm saying like you oh gotta... like a like a Big Mac it's yeah a, it's yeah, a Big yeah. Mac of Oreo sandwiches right right 
100 what do you guys think flavor wise are you picking up on flavor i'm a little disappointed by the lack of flavor on this one it kind of tastes like coffee i was gonna say it's like a mocha yeah it is latte flavored yeah. oreos at first i got a lot of mint really Woo! but then the well uh, mm. very no 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 very mild when i say a lot of mint i meant like what the fuck is wrong with your tongue <laughs> that, that was the only difference that i tasted it was a mild mint, like not much, and then there you is, know, I, then I ate I the get, second one. And I, I was guarantee like, oh, you, there, there is no mint in this. Mm. No, no mint whatsoever. Not at all. No, but it's also fake coffee flavor. Yeah, so you're tasting something fake for sure. Mm. Last week we did carrot cake. You missed that. You missed out on mm-hmm. the carrot cake Oreos. I recently had a carrot cake um, beer. No tea. Sorry, tea. It was good. Carrot cake tea. Yep. Okay. Didn't taste like carrot cake. Okay. That's why it was good. Okay. okay. I did okay. have a carrot cake beer. And it was delicious. And, yes, and good. delicious. Oh, that okay. and the um, the banana bread, like the Wells banana bread beer. Yes. Fantastic. Awesome. That I've, I've tried. Yes, that sounds good. Okay, so good. we've already done goldfish. Goldfish, we got a, a no, a yes, a no, and for me, a no. The 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 not, the not almonds, I think we're no all around there. We were yeah. all disappointed by the last one. No, I liked the Oreos. I just didn't initially Well, the get... Oreos are the last one. Oreos. Yes or no, Steve? Uh, Drew? No. Steve? Yes. 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 Um, Absolutely. For an Oreo, I think it tastes fine enough. I'm going to go ahead and give it a yes. Because it's not wildly different. Yeah, it feels like it's not too far off the normal Oreo anyway. Yeah, so I mean, vaguely otherwise, coffee flavored. Nowadays, with all these snack foods, you know, it'd be like, we've got salmon flavored Oreos. Like, you know what I mean? And you're just like, shut yeah. up. And when I'm going to the store, that, good. that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those crazy Oreos and chip flavors. That Look, I, I gave show. into the Game of Thrones Oreos through and through. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That was smart. That was smart. I got some Oma Gang. What was it? Game what was the flavors? Beers. So did I, the Lagavulin? Yeah, yeah, I got the, the House and the, Lannister. And the, the Valor Morgallus. Yes. Uh, and the uh, Johnny Walker White. I had not had that one. No. no White Walker. I remember that's seeing that and thinking, that is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> that is brilliant marketing. Um, all right, well, there we go. I think that's the end of the episode. Drew Sikarman, thank you. You're welcome. Steve, thank you. Absolutely. Christine, thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. We had a lot of fun. That was a great episode, guys. 342 is done. You are welcome for this week's episode. Uh, you can sign up on our Patreon and follow us on the lines. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So there we go. Thank you, everyone. We appreciate it. Peace out. Production.